When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing, and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, editor at that website. With me is always my host, Nick Mason. Happy Australian Day. Thank you. It's pretty good, isn't it? No, it's all right. Yeah. Look, we got two... We, okay, on the, on, the plus, on the plus side... Yes. It's my dad's birthday. Happy to your dad. Does he listen? No. Good, he's a dickhead. Great. <laughs> so he always gets a public holiday, so that's nice. Oh, that's good. But on the other side, literally everything else about Australia Day... You know, <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like the the uh, the flags, the flags as, as flags capes. Cape. Yeah. Everybody's drunk dickheads. Yeah. Um. You know the little thing where we kind of celebrate the exact date when Captain Cook came and crushed the indigenous population. <laughs> that's been going on for two hundred plus years now. What you about know? the Triple J Hottest One Hundred Songs of the Year? Oh, that's all right. Chet Faker got it this year, I think. Did I? Didn't I didn't listen. listen. I also yeah. didn't listen. Yeah. Great. Oh, well. That's all anyway. Right. So what I propose? Yes. Is we move it? Sorry, Dad. He doesn't <laughs> listen. And move it to, like, November or something. Well, there's no public holidays. Okay, yeah, sure. That's yeah. a good idea. I'm a genius. Wait, isn't there that horse race day off in November? All right, let's make it September. Okay. October? Yeah, one of those. Different days. Any yeah. of those three months. Everybody, like... everybody needs to know about this. <laughs> Absolutely. When uh, I get into civic planning. I should, oh, boy. Last week I said that Sydney's the capital of Australia as well. I don't think that is the case. <laughs> well, now you don't. Somebody. Now you've been corrected <laughs> by hundreds of people, yeah, one assumes. I know. Obviously, it's Adelaide. But I've got a message here. My uh, This is from uh, Alex. So my birthday's on 26th of January. This isn't your dad. Your dad isn't Alex, is he? He's not, no. Yeah, no. okay. That'd be a weird coincidence. It would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> Listen, I've been, I've been listening to your show, son, for... <laughs> 66 weeks Many now, but uh, 
<laughs> and I've never had cause to email before, but now that it's my birthday. Now's the time. Yeah. Uh, three things. Birthday shout out. Yes. Happy Australia Day birthday. That's right. Two. An explanation of what Australia Day is. I think you covered that. Look, I know Australians love public holidays. We all do. Yes. We all love not going to work. Yeah, that's it. And stuff. (laughs) And wearing things as capes. Should they just call it Don't Go to Work Day? They should just have a day called Don't Go to Work Day. Yeah. And you all get to wear capes. And you're not not restricted to Australian flags as capes. You wear any cape you want. You get a cape made if you want. Okay. Fur cape? No, that'd probably be mean. Right. Yeah. Third thing, what does it? What does Australia Day mean to us? Nothing. Or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Can you be the official? I'm against it, kind of. <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Can you be the official Mr. A of the podcast? Yes, done. All Mr. Right. A. Yes. I like the character. Who? Oh, it's the you know the you know okay you know Rorschach from yes. Watchmen. Uh the precursor to Watchmen uh, to to Rorschach was the question. Oh, this okay. Is the question, yeah. And the precursor to him was Mr. A. Ah. Was sort of similar, but not. There you go. Yeah. You've learned. You've done it. Yeah. Well done. Well, I guess we should talk about what we do this, on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. What do we do on the show? Comic book news. Because if you listen, if you listen this far and this is your first episode, you have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Unpatriotic nonsense <laughs> ramblings. Uh-huh. But no, this co- is the Rage Against the Machine podcast. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> we do comic book news. We do topics on stuff or whatever. We movies. do movie news. We do movie news. We do things that people... Lighthearted banter. Lighthearted banter. That's right. Naming, listing things. Listing things. Oh, so sometimes we just list things. Sometimes we just list things we, we sort of like or remember or sort of remember from our childhoods. Yeah. And we hope other people also remember them. And sometimes they do, and then some. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty good. So here's the news for this week, Mason. Okay, I'm ready. Barely the news, or roughly the news, whatever mm-hmm. we decide to call it. Luke Evans has officially dropped out of The Crow. We thought he was out of The Crow, mm. and now he's like, yeah, I'm out. He would have been the good The Crow. Absolutely would have been a good The Crow. Yeah. But no. Yeah. What can you do? Now you know what that means. What? Now I'm The Crow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Understudy. I've done it again. <laughs> I'm The Crow. Excellent. Rumor has it that you remember there's going to be a, uh, a Star Wars spin-off movie. Yes. Gareth Edwards is going to do one of them. There's going to be a few. There's going to be one. That's Mr. Sunshine, right? No, that's the guy who did Godzilla's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. His story, they say. You know, there's going to be uh, like a Star Wars, like a continuation story, The Force Awakens, uh-huh, episode sure. seven. And then, then there's going to be sort of spin off. Sort of, of spin off. Could be sidequels, could be prequels. Exactly. Mm. Then episode eight, then spin off, then episode yep. nine, then spin off. Could be then... Star Wars babies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cross with the Muppet babies. Yeah, oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> but they say that his, the latest rumor is that his spin off movie is going to be a Han Solo and Boba Fett film. And it's going to be, you know, they were talking about a Death Star heist plan thing. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're both going to be involved. Because there was rumors of a Han Solo one. There was rumors of a Boba Fett one together. Why not, I guess? Yeah. But Han Solo wouldn't be helping steal those plans. Well, if he did, Maybe he, wouldn't know, yeah, he wouldn't know what they were. Yeah. Because when he saw the Death Star, he was like, don't know what's up with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, okay. Who would you like to see play young Han Solo? Harrison Ford. Yep, good. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> no makeup, nothing, nothing else for that Nothing else. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Done. Maybe the uh, the title, the Star Wars title card comes up and it says, a young Han Solo with Benjamin Button's disease. <laughs> and that's never that'd be pretty, again. That'd be pretty great. Uh-huh. You familiar with what Marvel are currently doing with their comics and whatever? Is there going to be another reboot? They're rebooting it big time. Huh. They're smashing all the universes together. Remember when they said that the Ultimate Universe was never going to cross with the... I do remember that, yeah. I remember you telling me that specifically. And there was an issue where 
it was implied that they were going to cross over, then it turned out to be the zombie universe. Yeah, it was, was that right? So the the Fantastic Four, the Ultimate Fantastic Four, sort of came into contact with like an older Reed Richards who looked a lot like the classic Reed Richards, yeah. and people were like, "No, they said they'd never do it," and then it was turned out it was the the Marvel Zombie Universe. Yeah, it was like fake out, but yeah, now they've. Well, I mean, and since um, six months the 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 current uh, Marvel Universe, the six one six universe, yeah. Uh, so this, his the Spider Man has crossed over with Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah. So he's met Miles Morales. Yeah. Etc. So so it's kind of yeah we've 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 the barriers have come down now. It's, sure. Why yeah. not just smash them together? How's this going to happen? Uh, I can't remember. They're going to mash together, but it's basically the 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 world, two worlds going to be the Ultimate Universe and the Six Month Six Universe, and they're going to film something called Battle World. And remember when they were talking about. I only kind of skimmed over this, and I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll get when it starts being released, and then I'll kind of get a handle on it. Okay, okay sure, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But my basic understanding of it is, then every kind of country is a different, significant Marvel event. Like right. ones like Planet Hulk, ones Old Man Logan, ones all and the major events. They're becoming physical locations. They're becoming physical locations. So yeah, Battle World. There there was a crossover many years ago in the '80s called Secret War. Yeah, where this being called the Beyonder, who had yeah. you know ultimate ultimate. And that's powers. what this is called, isn't it? Secret War Two or something. There's there's already been two secret wars. Okay, mate. so another secret. There's been war secret wars one, secret wars two, and secret war, which yeah. is a different thing. I got. I'll find out what it's. Yeah. I should know this. Anyway, the Beyond have gathered all the heroes and had them sort of fight for his amusement. That's where Spider-Man found his black alien costume. Yeah, mm. and, the, and he never got rid of it, did he? No. <laughs> and I was secret wars. Oh, yeah. with a Z. No, just wars. Secret wars with a Z. Yeah, great. No, yes, oh. <laughs> doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. Yeah. So sure, whatever. Um, Fergus says, love to know your thoughts on it. And he says, hot tip, it's bollocks. Yeah, I'm not. And he said, can it be the official bell end of the show? And he also says, no one says canned beer. But we got about half half emails on that. Yeah, absolutely, so we, we did, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got half half, did we? Yes, we did. I don't believe you. And I'm not willing to check the emails to find out. Um, <laughs> you don't even drink beer. <laughs> I know. Anyway, the the so is this going to result in... Is this just an event, or will it, will it actually result in the universe being rebooted? It's basically resulting in combining everything and yep. killing off certain characters, the same way that DC did with their crisis on right. Blah, and, blah. Then, and then at the end, there's going to be one world left. Yeah, over. it's going to be one world. Okay. I don't know. See, Marvel have always DC when they want to reboot their universe, they always do it the same way. They always have like some sort of big crisis situation yeah. that's going to annihilate all of reality, and yeah. then the heroes band together and they stop it right at the end and then, but you know enough changes have taken place that you know reality is altered and they can make whatever editorial changes they want or yeah. whatever and you know streamline it and stuff marvel have always done it like an you know, on an individual basis mm-hmm. like so per account, like they did with iron man yeah so what they'll do is the usually board. almost almost always it'll be like spider-man will be fighting a bad guy and mm-hmm. then he'll get like crushed under a like you get trapped under a building and mm. he'll like be hit in the head or something and then he'll like think back to his past and be like how did how did how did everything come to this kind of thing and then you're a little flashback but it'll be like a more modern context or whatever uh, so he's not wearing the sweater okay. vest and the bow tie anymore he's yeah, like yeah. he's been modernized kind well, of he thing. would be now because yeah. that's back in yeah yeah if they did it today oh, that's totally. all i'm saying oh yeah go on yeah so and then at the end of the issue, then then you see the new the the rebooted origin, and then he's like, "I remember, I'm Spider Man," and then he lifts the building or whatever, and then it moves on. Like they do it with those, like so they'll do it every five years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't ultimately make that much of a 
change. No. I was thinking more when they made, we talked about this recently, the young Iron Man, they brought in kid Iron Man to replace adult Iron oh, Man. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. So they kind of do it like that as well, Yeah, I totally. Guess. And then when they're tired of that, they just sweep it under the rug and tell no one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, so basically, I think we're going to come out with a, you know, a definitive list of characters. It's kind of like the new 52. Right. But in I'd say most of the characters are keeping their origin. The ones yep. that the ones that remain, I would say, keep their origin. Yeah, I would say we're probably going to get both Miles Morales and like Peter Parker in the same universe. That I would imagine. make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I reckon you know they'll probably you know kind of push a lot of the X Men to the side mm-hmm. because of the movies connection and, right, and whatever. Right. And and the Fantastic Four they've been kind of not completely the X Men still really popular, but the Fantastic Four they've been very subtly yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> nudging them out, nudging yeah. them out. So. I'd imagine there'll be more of an emphasis on the Avengers you see in the movies. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think they're going to... Everybody's origin is going to be slightly tweaked so they look and act exactly like the movie counterparts, I think. I think that's also... That's been DC's strategy as well, I think. Give them them enough of a tweak that you can watch the movie and then open a comic book and it's much the same as, you know... Yeah. I'm talking specifically about the underpants situation. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Batmite, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Him as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, look, these things happen all the time. Mm. I, I'm not really fussed by it, to be honest. I don't know. See, ulti- like, I feel, I've, I don't really feel like I have a connection to the DC universe anymore. Because of that clean break. Yeah, because every... But this doesn't sound as much of a clean break, yeah. though. Like, I don't know. I've, I've, I've read through a lot of these universe reboots. Yeah. And... I was fine up until the new 52, I think. Yeah. And then I'm just like, no, I don't really, you didn't have to give them another set of origins again. Yeah. You know? Fair enough. It would have been, you know, we, yeah. But that's done really well. Well, they haven't bloody got my two ninety nine, <laughs> have they? Hey? Look, it's... This uh, guy's uh, keeping his piggy bank full <laughs> of two ninety nines or whatever a comic book costs nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I think... But I think because they're keeping a lot of the origins, I think it's just a kind of... And you know what? This is what I was going to say. Like with the New 52, the New 52 is convoluted again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you go through it and there's Future End, Future's End, and like Batman's got like eight different comics going at once. And, and Superman, at the you know, on one hand is wearing like jeans and a, and a you know, a blanket <laughs> they cape got past or whatever. That, but, yeah. but at the same time, he's in the Justice League and he's wearing yeah, a full costume yeah. or whatever. So they're in different it's very time periods. Unclear, yeah. And yeah. They move past the... T-shirt uh-huh. thing, but yeah, you're right. That's how it started. Uh-huh. So it all it all becomes convoluted quite quickly, anyway. Mm. And I think they'll find that with the because you know how they rebooted the Star Wars canon. Yes, expanded universe. It'll be, and they're like, this is the new expanded universe. Uh-huh. It it'll quickly become convoluted again. Yeah, absolutely. As it always does. Well, that happened with when they created the Ultimate Universe in the first place. Yeah, it was kind of like where we're streamlining this for a for a new audience, like a younger audience who maybe have watched the movies and they want to pick up, you know just a comic book and read a fun story about Spider-Man yeah. kind of thing. Free of all this, you don't have to know who all these characters are and you yeah. don't have to, you know, know all about all this continuity and all these relationships or whatever. But I reckon maybe six months into that, it just became a race between all the creators as to who could make the ultimate version of every single character as quickly as possible. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because people are like, what's Ultimate Deadpool going to look like? And they had to put him in it. What's Ultimate <laughs> Venom going to look like? And they had to... So yeah. Every, yeah, so it just became exactly as complicated just in a much shorter span of time. <laughs> oh, Instead of being 40 years, it was like, Let's, we have to do this in three years kind of thing. So, <laughs> Fantastic. I'm all for it. Yep, mm. I'm indifferent. Oh. <laughs> Jessica Eisenberg, sorry, that wasn't a... 
slight on him. That was an honest mistake. Jesse Eisenberg. Sure, yeah. I don't think he's... <laughs> um, that wasn't supposed to be derogatory. Uh-huh. I'm okay with him being Lex Luthor. He's yep. a fine actress. Mm. Joking. Got actor. it. We all say That actor. was on purpose. Oh. By the way, yes. apparently it is actress. Because that's when the Academy Awards announced. They're, they're all actresses and actors. So it's not female actor anymore. No, I think it's. I think they're probably they're just bogged down in. They are bogged down. They're bogged down. That'll be it. In old men, correct? <laughs> yeah. He said he'd love to play Lex Luthor again. So this is after the Batman v Superman. Sure. And also he was asked. Well, we'll see in like eight years then, because that's when the next <laughs> DC movie comes out, probably. Yeah. Well, he could come. He could pop up. Pop up in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I guess so. Which yeah. would be good. Mm. Good to see. That's the same year that that. But they're both coming out next year. Okay. Um, but he said he was asked if he was a fan of Superman growing up, and he said, "No, I never minded him." That's a that's an odd phrasing. Right <laughs> yeah, there. sure. That's... I never minded him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, is that that's a good thing though? I guess because Lex Luthor doesn't minded him either, does he? No, so... he doesn't. He certainly doesn't <laughs> minded him. So yeah, he was also asked like, did he go back and watch any of the stuff? And he said he watched like the the you know the Gene Hackman kind of era, and mm. I think he might have mentioned the. Kevin Spacey one, just to get a, like a frame of reference and, uh-huh. and whatever. But I can't imagine that there'd be any lap, any cr- crossover between. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, I'd hope not. Anyway, let's leave that Lex Luthor in the past. Sure. Let's get Battle Armor Lex Luthor <laughs> and a Lex Luthor who can do something. Yeah, aside from a shady land deal. <laughs> yeah, aside from a shady land deal. Um, so did he say? So he's in, he enjoyed his time as yeah, Lex Luthor he, he liked then? working with everybody, like mm-hmm. the cast and the crew okay, and everything. Right. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. I mean, you're not going to say you wouldn't be like, "Hey, that sucks." <laughs> like, he might though. Yeah. What if he's established enough in Hollywood? He's like, "I'm going to burn some bridges now." <laughs> that would. Be I was Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I was I was that sad teen in um, Adventureland. <laughs> I'm invincible in this town. I do what I want. <laughs> you saw the double, didn't you? Yes. But well, you didn't like it. No, I didn't. Uh, it's hard. To, it's hard. He's to, good, though, isn't he? Like, yeah, he's good. Yeah, but I think I think I mentioned this on the podcast. It's kind of it's this weird Terry Gilliam esque surreal world. Yeah, and so it's hard to invest. It, and and this is a character who's having real like issues and like you know mental problem, depression, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's kind of hard to invest. It's Richard um, Ayoade yeah. from the It Crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind Hang of hard on. to invest in. A character having real problems in a surreal world for me, oh, anyway. Because okay, yeah. it's like, well, why not just take a ride on a unicorn across a rainbow, <laughs> you dickhead, kind of thing, you know? <laughs> you shout none at of the, the screen. Yeah, none of those, none of those things are in that in that yeah. world. But there are other options. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I was going to include this, but I just wanted your thoughts on it. Ezra Miller was asked about. Well, how, where, like, how did he feel when he got cast as the Flash? Because uh-huh. he's the the movie version, sure, version yeah. of the Flash. Uh-huh. You know, he's kind of like a kind of a hipster kind of dude. Yeah, yeah. People have a problem with that. And I'm okay with it, but whatever. But his response was, Zack Snyder told me on the phone that he wanted me to play the Flash while I was eating a tilapia in a small Central American village. That was definitely a moment that prompted me to question the fabric of my reality. What a knob. Um, <laughs> that's a, yeah. yeah. Don't totally. you think that's a knob thing to yeah, say? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. You, let, you put in a whole lot of details there. You did, oh, you're visiting, you're visiting v- villages. That's amazing. Having some exotic food, are we? <laughs> yeah. Enjoying the just contemplating reality, are we? You got Zack Snyder's phone number, have you? Well. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm sure he was like, I've just got to take this. It's uh, Zack Snyder, the <laughs> film director. I don't know if you familiar with him. I, I imagine you are. Even in this far away village that I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've probably heard of him. Yeah. So look, oh, that's fine. Everybody finds themselves, don't they, and whatever, mm. I guess. I don't know. I hate that shit. It just, <laughs> just binds me up. I don't know why. 
Good on him. He'll be great. Yep. I like him as well as an actor. So, mm-hmm. good, great, great. What? Refresh my memory. What's he in again? Is uh, he in Girls? We need to talk about Kevin. Okay, right. He could be in Girls. Probably okay, not. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Kevin. He's, oh, sure. he's in Perks of Being a Wallflower. He's really good. He's, mm-hmm. he's really good. Okay. X-Men casting. They've cast oh, young... Oh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've cast young Storm, young Jean Grey, and young Cyclops. Uh, Alexandra So Shipp- Cyclops, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ty Sheridan, he was in Mud, apparently, which I haven't seen. He was in Mud. Mud, just in a he pile of mud. He was just in mud. a pile of mud, sure. In a South American village. Oh, that's fancy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's in stuff. Huh. Um, Alexandra Ship, who was in stuff also, who's Storm. And the other one I recognised was Sophie Turner, who's in Game of Thrones as Jean Grey. But you don't watch Game she's of in Thrones. Gra- ja- she's in Game of Thrones as Jean Grey. Yes. <laughs> That's it's a weird anachronism, isn't it? It's strange, but, you know, it works. I yeah, can't explain it to you because you haven't uh-huh. seen it. But, no. Yeah. One day I will. I actually got a letter here, though. Yes. Uh, from uh, Griffin W. from Atlanta, Georgia. Here's a story about the uh, actress, Alexandra Ship. Oh, yes. He said, This past summer, I was a band member extra for the movie Drumline, A New Beat, uh, when she was the main character. Since I was a member in that ba- m- movie's marching band, I got to meet and spend quite a few hours around her on set. Well, Isn't it fun that we get these emails? Yeah. How good is it? This has come to us. Yes. This is an exclusive. This is a Weekly Planet exclusive uh, that I've just derailed. <laughs> You'd like to start again. Which is so excited. Yeah. I'm not going to start. I'm just going to go on. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost it. I've lost the whole train. Drumline. She's in it. She's in it. He was an extra. Great. While the experience was new and interesting to me, I'm not a fan of her acting abilities. Ooh, She's not very good, mate. Sick burn. Very dry TV movie level acting at best with that i don't think she'll be a very good storm on any level not sure what brian the singer is thinking on this one also can i be the can i be the official superman neck snap of the podcast yes <laughs> p.s the movie turned out to be shit oh, so fantastic like i haven't seen her in anything uh-huh. um i'm sure she'll be fine hmm. i mean i'm sorry that that movie wasn't good she was probably uh snyder was probably thinking you oh, mean singer singer was snyder probably, was probably yeah, also thinking he's probably something. thinking yeah Probably thinking of who can I call? Who, do, who can I call in a distant South American country right now? No, I'm just gonna just gonna make this long distance call. Uh, Singer was probably thinking, "Hey, remember Halle Berry's acting in X Men One? Yeah, we need someone dry and maybe not very good at acting." <laughs> okay, sure, yeah, hmm. yeah. I remember when you delivered that line, the Toad line on the on the show. It was really really good. Fantastic. I'm not gonna make you do it again. No, because I can't it was remember. Really, how really good. Great. Yeah. I'm like, Halle Berry's okay, right? She can be really, really good in things. Well, she was better in two. Yeah, she was. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's fine. I'm sure all of those people will be fine. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, this is from, I've got an email from Krista Barron as well. She's a Rick and Morty animator. Oh, yes. She's the official Rick and Morty of the podcast. It's coming back mid-year. She's given us updates. But also there's a Rick and Morty comic coming out April 1st. And I read like the, a bit of it. It's that like, sounds like a funny April Fool's prank. No, no, I did think that. No, it's real. Okay, great. I mean, I hope so. What I, what I read was that's real. So that's no, but that's good that sample is a prank. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, elaborate. Very elaborate prank. And specific on you. on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you no, look like quite the dunce. Very excited. Mm. I'm not sure if everybody's a fan of that show, but I am, and that's great. Thank you, Krista. Chiwetel Ejiofor is in talks. Wait, wait, wait. Are they going to put animated versions of us in it? Yes. Oh, good. Wait, no. Oh, sorry. Is that a prank, though? And they actually are. Is that a sweet sweet April Fool's prank that you're saying they're not going to put us in it? We'll have to wait yeah, and see. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing through, your, seeing through your little prank. Should we do an April Fool's episode? 
What does that even mean? We'll be like, pachow, here's the fake news, pachow, you know? Uh, imagine, imagine. That's, that's worse than taking a phone call in a South American village, or wherever he was. <laughs> Isn't the internet the worst place on April Fool's Day? It really is, yeah. yeah. It's just... <sighs> Google's know. invented a new thing, it's a hoverboard, yeah. yay. Like, I remember YouTube did a thing where like, we've, we've reached our quota for YouTube, and now we've collected all the data, we're shutting down YouTube. Mm. Mission successful. Like, shut up. <laughs> or like, the page is upside down, or yeah. stop it. Or every video becomes Rick Astley's never yes, gonna give you up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Great. Basically we hate YouTube. <laughs> it's our bread and butter. You should partly. You, YouTube, you should ban James again, is yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> Just as a goof. Chiwetel I reached a hundred thousand subscribers. Oh yes. <laughs> I talked about last week. Chiwetel E four is it talks for a Doctor Strange role. Oh. And I, I read some articles on it. And you yeah. know how they just go, they'll go to like the Wikipedia. And, and they'll just, find all the characters in Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. One of them was like, maybe, maybe he's Wong. Sure. You know, the, 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 the Asian the character. Chinese monk. Yeah, Wong. sure. Is he Chinese? I don't know. But yeah. I guess. Chiwetel he, certainly is I not mean, I guess, I guess he could be. I yeah. Mean, they, they, he they, could be Doctor Strange's love interest, Claire. <laughs> you know? Could be that. But you know, Dormammu. Yes, exactly. He could be that weird window in <laughs> Doctor Strange's house. With the funny curvy bits on it. Yeah, that's good. He'd be the window. He'd be the window. Mm -hmm. Uh, Baron Mordo could be a chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? He'd be like, he'd be, he would be a good Wong. But I feel like, wouldn't, I think he'd be better suited to give him his own movie and his own character. Yes. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good enough. I would, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's not in enough stuff. Yeah. 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 Serenity movie was good, wasn't it? Pretty good. Took that bloody sword like a champ. (laughs) Absolutely, he did. Uh, what? <laughs> Blimenek. And scene. Yeah. Good. Brilliant. Mm. So, yeah. So, he's going to be in it, hopefully. But I'd rather see him as somebody else. He's in a show. You know Idris Elba's in that show, Luther. Yes. Where he's the top Lex crime Luther. dog. Yeah. Yes. Jesse Eisenberg well, watched it. Well, uh, is also in a show that's similar to that. Top crime dog. <laughs> top crime dog. You should. Everybody should watch it because it's good. What's it called? The something line. I'll figure it out. Okay. Continue with the news. That's... The news. No, oh. we've got more news. Oh, more news. I love news. Melissa Benoist was cast as Supergirl for the Supergirl TV series. Great. Which they're going to call either Super or Girl. Is that, <laughs> no is that the one? Yeah. Yeah. Because why call it Supergirl? They'll, call it, they'll cool. call it Car or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they can't call it Girl because it's too similar to Girls. Oh, yeah. Mm. You, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. They're very, yeah, it's annoying. When, sometimes when I go to download Girls, I mean, yes. I, if I did download things illegally, which I don't. Yes. And if specifically you downloaded Girls? Yes. I watch Girls. Okay, fine. I hate everybody on that show, yeah. but I'm fascinated that it's written that way, and I know that I'm supposed to hate them. Right, Do you yeah. Know what I mean? uh-huh. It's amazing. Does it work? And it works on you. Yeah, it does. Is there an episode... Yes. Did we have this conversation? Is there an episode where they meet, like, the opposite versions? Because you know how I love very special uh, Christmas episodes sure, of things? Yeah. I also love... Episodes of anything where the team, like the cast, meets the opposite numbers, like in Seinfeld, like in Seinfeld, yeah. or like you know, there's a there's the Bad Justice League, the Bad Justice League, yeah. or like you know, they're a team of like you know, they're like a team, and one's the one's the fighty guy, and one's the computers guy, and one's the mm. demolitions guy, or whatever, yeah. and they meet a team that's exactly the like same. when the Flash team met the Arrow team, yeah, like when Flash team met Arrow team, exactly. <laughs> I love those. So if there's an episode of Girl, like I, I got no interest in girls necessarily. Yeah, you never seen it? No, uh, like five minutes the first episode. Okay, uh, but if there's an episode where they meet the boys, 
I'd be super keen to watch that. <laughs> All right. I would watch an episode before just to get a handle on him. Yeah. Then I'd watch that episode. Then I'd never watch another episode. All right. Well, yeah. I will keep you in Remember when Red Dwarf meets Girl Red Dwarf? Yeah, that was good. Good. That's yeah. coming back as well. And Evil Red Dwarf. They also met Evil they Red did Dwarf. Meet, they've met a few Evil Red Dwarfs. Yeah. 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 It's a mm. great show. Yeah. And it's coming back, you say? Yeah. Why is that not in the news? I don't know. It's just like been around for oh, it's like very a vague. few months. Right, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. yeah. But I only found out recently. So I'm like, it's not news because it's just, it's news yeah. to me, but. There was going to be a Red Dwarf movie for just a never, decade. It never, never happened. Never came. It's better than it's going to TV, though, yeah, I think. Yeah. That last season was super good. Solid. It, it was really good. It was way better than it has been recently. Yeah, definitely. Chiwetel yeah. Ejiofor is Doctor Strange. No. That was some of that Melissa, fake news you were practicing. Melissa Benoist. Do you know who she is? No. Nah. She's in stuff. You can look her up if you want. No. Nah. She looks like her. She's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing. I wonder how they're going to handle the flying and all the powers and... Whatever, all that stuff. Do you think mm. super, Do you think the CW is going to shift away from like teen drama to more superhero stuff? Is this the CW? I think it is. Or it might not be. But might what be do like... you think? <laughs> what do I think? What network do I think it's going to be on? <laughs> yes. Based on no knowledge. <laughs> no, like, do you think they're going to shift away from that because this is where we're at? Uh, how much teen drama do they do? They do quite a bit. I'm sure they do Teen Wolf or something. But they also do like Supernatural. Right. And other things probably. They did that Supernatural spin-off that didn't get picked up. Who was the main character in that? I don't know. Was it the dad? No, it was like another guy. He was in an episode. Uh-huh. And then he was like, I'll be my own Supernaturally set. Oh, it was Mork. It was Mork. It was Mork <laughs> yes. from Mork? Yes, yeah. it was. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg. Oh, is... I know what this is. What? He's writing the next Star Trek he movie. Is. Yeah. yeah, he's going to have a hand in it. That's pretty good. That is good. I'm yeah. happy with that. I think that's good because that's... Like, he's, he's a bona fide nerd. Yes. And... He seems like one of those guys who's had an idea for a Star Trek script yeah. up his sleeve for like twenty years. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. So I'm happy with that. Hmm. Do you? You know, it was weird when the Shadow Line is what it was called. Okay, the Chiwetel Ejiofor. Four. All right, cool. One top dog, top crime dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Ege, he's the top crime dog. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. I f- do you remember when that Star Trek movie came out and I went, wow, Star Trek is actually cooler than Star Wars now. Yeah, I remember that, And yeah. more relevant. And mm. then that quickly changed again. For you. For me. But after Star Trek Into Darkness. We have this conversation literally every second week, I think. <laughs> and again, I do give Star Trek Into Darkness a lot of credit because it had a fun romp at the start. Yes. And I love that. And they meet... A- that- that's another show where they meet evil versions of themselves. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. a good one. Mirror Universe. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Any the, somebody's got a weird goatee. That's always yeah. good. Yeah. All I'm saying is the hype for Star Wars is bigger than Star Trek. Mm. People ask us to do a Star Trek Star Wars episode, and we will. Yep. I enjoy what st- d- definitively what's better. What's better? Okay, great. So I'm just going to quickly say this now. I enjoy Star Wars more, even though as you've said, what is it? Two out of the th- one in three movies are terrible. Is that what you said? Look, specifically, I've said, and and I don't think I've said this on the podcast or not. Okay. But based on. Based, given, like, there's a lot of really good expanded universe stuff. Yeah. You know, despite the fact they've annihilated it, it still exists in the world and you can get it. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of great video games, a lot of great comic books, a lot of great spin-off novels. A lot of great Christmas specials. One super great one. (laughs) The best one they've ever done. What if they do another one? They would never. Maybe. Yeah. Do it right this time. Yeah. Um, Nah, do it wrong. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Of the six stuff, what I'm saying is... Of the when somebody says they love Star Wars, ninety nine percent of people are talking about just the movies and Empire Strikes Back. And I find it odd that there are six Star Wars movies and like two thirds of them are garbage. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yes, there's two great ones. There's an okayish one that just 
finishes the trilogy yeah. and everything else is garbage. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I, I enjoy... I'm more excited for Star Wars than Star Trek. I enjoy Star Wars more, but I think Star Trek might be a better built world. Yeah, maybe. That makes more sense, maybe. Right. I don't know. I See, I think... I I have a feeling that's based on nothing. Yes, I of nothing, but I think Simon Pegg... He's a, he's an actor, but he's also a fan of stuff. Yeah, and I I would imagine he, given the reins of writing some of Star Trek, I think he's going to go. I didn't love the fact that Into Darkness was essentially, you know, Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Let's. Do I'm going to I'm going to do something yeah. original. Yeah, yeah. So, and I would love that. Mm, yeah, because that was the plan for the reboot in the first place to do something original. Exactly. And then they did. Then they Ultimate made, Universe did it. They bloody Wrath of Khan did. Mm. But anyway. I'm looking forward to it, though. I think it's going to be cool. Me too. Yeah. So you've got... He's just got a hand in it. Yeah, I think he's co-writing it. Okay, right. Justin Lin is directing it, who's done things, I think. Sure. Do you want to know... (laughs) That's on his resume. I've done things, I think. Do you want to know the rumoured lineup for the Justice League Dark movie? Yes. Which hasn't got a release date, Mm -hmm. but apparently Guillermo del Toro is doing it. When you say lineup, you mean characters? Yes. Constantine? Correct. Do you think they'll use TV Constantine? They won't. No, definitely not. Is that not. still going? Yes. Huh. Apparently it's it's good. But, All right. Or good enough. Uh, people like it. Jason Blood? Is he in it? Correct. Uh, Clary and the Witch Boy? Nope. No. Zatanna? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And Dead Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a small cast. Yeah, and well, there might be more. Or yeah. less. Mm. Probably not less. <laughs> It'd be weird. <laughs> Some of these were fake outs. It's just Constantine. It's just an episode of Constantine we're putting on the big screen. We're going to see how it goes. Yeah, that sounds like a, a decent light up. Mm. I am okay with that. Yep. Tyrese Gibson is. putting Clary in the Witch Boy, though. Okay. Yeah. What's he about? Doing, witch, about? doing witchy stuff. Cool. Yeah. Have you read Witches, the comic? The Zack Snyder comic? Yeah. Not Zack Snyder. Um, Zack Snyder. Braff. No. What's his name? Buddy. He writes all Zach Bat- from Saved by the Bell. Yes, him. He writes Batman and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's late again when we're it's doing this. It's very late, yeah. It's hot. It's not that hot. Not that hot. Yeah. It's just late. Mm. <laughs> We've been Australia daying. Not really. Nah. I did it by myself. You? I was doing other stuff. Good for you. Yeah. All right. Tyrese Gibson said he wants to play Jon Stewart. Okay, cool. Uh, this is from uh, Ta Tuan Ku. That's Ka, Sorry. He's the official Miles Malaro's wannabe. I'm sorry I pronounced your name wrong, even though he's You pronounce literally me. every every word in that sense. He wrong. pronounced it out phonetically for me. T-U-H, that's ta. Yeah. And then T-A-W-N. Tatuan. Tatuan. K-U-H. Tatuanka-ish. Yes, Great. ish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he's official Miles Morales, Morales wannabe. Yeah, what do you think he said about that? You specifically. He asked you. doesn't want to know what I think. Ah, uh, Tyrese Gibson. Okay. Uh, what does Tyrese look like with hair? doesn't he doesn't what would he look like with hair i don't know like you oh yeah like real handsome real handsome yeah i don't know he doesn't have to have hair does he no but i i john stewart's is a man with hair yeah and often a sweet beard sure yeah okay yeah he's got hair sometimes somebody photoshopped that tyrese gibson hair and a hair and a beard <laughs> okay i don't think and he, a green latin ring i don't think he needs it necessarily oh, i think fine. he'd be i think he'd be fun yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I think he's, he's a, a Fast and the Furious guy. Yeah, he's guy, a Fast right? and Furious guy. You know, okay, yeah. I think he'd be, you know, he'd be good. But I don't, John Stewart has never struck me as a, as fun. No, but I he's feel like they'd merge Hal Jordan and, um, and. Remember when they tried I, to make Green, when they tried to make Hal Jordan fun? 
yeah. in Green Lantern 2011 or whatever it was. But I feel like that I've just that I saw a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm, I'm an expert on. But nobody's got nobody's fun in these, these just in in their cast. It seems. Yeah. I mean that I can see. Oh, so okay. So you're saying you need a wisecracking. He's going to bring a wise. Okay. Space kind of cowboy yeah, kind yeah. of dude. Normally, normally the Flash is the wisecracking guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Flash is pretentious in this one. He sure is. <laughs> Boy, is he. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the news for this week, Mason. Mm-hmm. And we said, even though it's very late... Oh, I can't say Matt Atari Gibson. See? He's a charmer. All right. And he's all about um, his campaigning on Oh, Twitter. you know, he's got a little bit of hair in this photo. Yep. Look at that. That's that's the Jon Stewart hair. He can right, get cool. some road gang going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, yeah, he's campaigning on Twitter as well to kind of... But I don't know if these campaigns often work out. Sometimes, every now and then they do. Literally, when has it worked ever? There was an example of it, and I can't remember what it is. But it so it's worked, worked literally once. And I don't know. In a, in a role so minor that you can't remember what it is. Correct. Great. It was a Marvel one, though, for whatever it was. I can't remember. It was, it was Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. That's right. Yeah. Nobody wanted him to do it. <laughs> oh, it was Stan Lee. It was. As janitor. As janitor. In one of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yep. It was Stan Lee, Stan Lee as the postman in Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Great. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible. So you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell 
online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Let's talk about most anticipated summer blockbusters of this Great. year and movies of this year, we should say. We're going to do it early in the year, but we thought, why not not do it and then think about doing it and then do it in like late January? That yeah. was our, that's what we thought. Honestly, though, not a lot of stuff has come out yet. No, because it's January and it's yeah. shit house, so totally. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't the matter. First good thing. Well, apparently there's been a few good ones. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I've seen anything. I saw Taken Three. It was terrible. Great, but there has been something. I can't remember what it was, but I didn't see it. Oh, what a story! <laughs> it's so good. Uh, <laughs> Kingsman. That's the exclusive that people come <laughs> to this for. Kingsman Secret Service looks great. That's the big one for me. Mm. The, the first one, that is. That's what... I, I did a t- most anticipated movies of the year. Yeah. That was in my top five. Because uh-huh. I love the director. I love the yeah. cast. It looks super fun. So, it's a, it's a young... It's a younger man. Yep. 
actor I can't remember. Yep. And he's uh he's like a a man. He's a man. He's a layabout. He's a, he's a British age. layabout. Yes. Yes. He's a lad. And then and he's constantly getting in trouble with the law. Yes. Stealing Jaguars and Bentleys and so forth. British cars. British cars. Yeah. Ranger Rovers. <laughs> All the greats. And then uh his uncle, who's played by Morris Colin Minor. Morris Minors. <laughs> Sure. I don't know anything about cars. No, it's good. None of those cars could be British. But anyway, um, go on. And, and so his uncle, Colin Firth. Yeah. Is, In his uh, first kind of big action role, I'd say. Yeah. Trying to think of... the. He had that punch up with Hugh Grant. I was just going to say, you can't <laughs> think of... I was trying to think of him swinging a punch, but it's just that in... What's just, it? Uh, Bridget Jones, Bridget Edge, Jones of Diary. Diary. Edge of Diaries. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it's you just imagine him swinging a punch and then falling over. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so Colin uh, Colin Firth is the uncle who's trying to get him out of trouble by bringing him into Kingsman, yeah. which is this independent secret service yeah. kind of situation. And it looks super awesome. It does look awesome. And also, you see Colin uh, Firth in those fight scenes. I don't know if you've seen any clips of it, uh-huh. but he looks really good doing it as well. Great. He's just sweeping back and forth. Suave, Great. being suave. Yeah, and I think it looks way better than the comic, which, as we talked about last week, is okay. Yeah, it's a little, it's a bit bland. A little bland, yeah. Gra- some great ideas. Yeah. But it's not, I think you, we talked about the art style in particular doesn't suit what it's going for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm super looking forward to it. It's got, it's got all the things you want in a spy movie. Spies. Spies. Morris Miners. Morris Miners. An umbrella that shoots things. <laughs> it's got all the things you want in a spy movie or like a like a backup Batman story yeah, with the it, penguins. I'm you know, so glad that if, this looks like it's finally found. And again, we haven't seen any of these, and we can't uh-huh. spoil them, I guess, because we haven't seen them. But I feel like it's found that right balance between super serious spy movies and Johnny English. Yes, like but in, in the best way. Do you know uh-huh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like not that I've ever seen Johnny English. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's great. It's probably have you seen not. Johnny English too? Yes, a bit more English. <laughs> great. It's probably Johnny English too. Escape to Manhattan or something. I don't know what it's actually... Reborn. It's called there Reborn. There we go. Okay, great. Anyway, yeah. Apparently, the the, re- the director did this as well because he dropped... Matthew Vaughn, who mm-hmm. dropped out of X-Men Days of Future Past to do this because uh-huh. he said, no one's done a super fun spy movie and I, in a while like uh-huh. this and I want to be the first to do it. Okay. And now that he... And he, this is the first one out of the gate, but it's like five coming. Really? I can't remember them specifically. I was just going to say... I was just going to ask you if There's you... There's a Melissa McCarthy this, one coming this out. This is going to spawn a whole bunch of... If, look, I don't, they're already in the works and I don't think right. this has necessarily spawned it. But you know how Hollywood goes, oh, this is a thing now and yeah. everybody makes one. Yeah. There's a Melissa McCarthy one coming out with Jude Law, uh-huh. which looks fine. Um, and there's a bunch of other ones. But this, I reckon, will be the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm. Matthew Good. Vaughan's a great director. Correct. Yeah. And what? how are they going to top girl with fake legs and they've got knives at the end? Can't. Can't do it. Can't nah. beat that. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Mm. Do you reckon they'll do... The big aspect of the comic is a lot of celebrities being involved, playing themselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think they're going to adopt that part of it? Well, you were so, because in the opening to The Secret Service, the comic yes. book, it's it features... Uh, this isn't spoiler, probably. No. It's like the first page. Yeah. Is a, is a James Bond-esque kind of secret agent. And that's really good, that bit. Yeah, who's trying yeah. to... who's Who's been tasked with rescuing actor Mark Hamill, yeah. who's been kidnapped for whatever you know reasons we, did, yeah. we discover later. Mm. And he, you know, he tries to do the classic, it's it's up in the Alps and he tr- does the classic, you know, ski off a mountaintop and pull the ripcord and the Union Jack yeah. parachute comes out. And he, and of course it, 
it malfunctions and he and Mark Hamill die horrible deaths. <laughs> Mark Hamill is in this. I think we've mentioned. But he's not, he does, he's not Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Yeah. So I wonder whether the plot will involve. I think I think it's going to be scientists. Yeah. Okay. My guess is because he does look very professorial. Yes. Yeah. In the in the one second Professoral. we see. Professoral. He does look like a profiterole. <laughs> yes. A, a pastry covered in chocolate and cream. Yes. But he he looks, uh, you know, an, like an academic. I, yeah. I think it's going to be... And they might get a lot of celebrity cameos, but I think it might be more like, you know, the, the villain's plan is this and he needs to rebuild the world. He needs, yeah. uh, you know, X number of scientists and that's, yes. that's going to be them, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Fantastic. Yes. There's some stuff I... They seem to have pitched it more... It does seem more like a, you know, a team of young people, mm. you know, having to work together. It does feel a little bit X-Men first class. Yeah. And it, it looks like they're getting like a whole bunch of, you know, teen characters to like kind of bunk together and, yeah. and kind of, you know, solve problems together kind of yeah. thing. Which wasn't really in the... What they've gotten rid of, I think, there's a there's a scene, especially in the comic book version, where all the agents go out and they're all guys yeah. thing where they have to go out and kind of like Seduce. pick up artist yeah. people and it's yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah. Like it's one of those things I'm not on board. Mark Miller, who's the author of that. Yeah. He, I'm on board with about 50% of the stuff he does and I yeah. think that's kind of, that's kind of weird where it's like, yeah, okay, we, we'll do this and we'll get points to get their number and we'll get points for sleeping with them and blah, blah, blah. Which is the game. I yeah, think. it is the game. Exactly. And I think they've excised a lot of that and yeah. they've replaced it with kind of, you know, these young people, we're a team, we're going to work together kind of thing. And there's also, you know, female members of the Secret Service and yeah, stuff like that. So exactly, positive yeah. steps. I think it'll be cool. I think if you give Mark Miller unchecked creative control at a movie, you get Kick-Ass 2. Yeah, and I which think, he didn't actually direct. Yeah, I know, but yeah. still. Mm. I think he was on set just like, I'm Mark Miller! <laughs> well, he runs the X-Men Fox universe now. He's in Ooh. charge of all that. Mark Miller? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Even though he wrote Civil War, which is becoming a Marvel movie. Hmm. Sure, whatever. Okay, cool. Because I feel like, you know, Marvel have kind of Kevin Feige, Mm -hmm. who has a good handle on this thing, and Fox needed somebody like that. Right. Who could keep everything in check and know the characters. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why they brought him on. Interesting. So 50% of the movies will be good. Great. If you're anything to go by. I am. All right. These are in no particular order. I'm just doing whatever. Okay, sure. Jurassic World. Hang on, do we we need to know anything more about Kingsman? Well, we're 40 minutes in. Oh, then no. (laughs) (laughs) Jurassic World. Yes. Looks great. Yep. Um, Chris Pratt is great. He is, isn't he? I'm not... Are you Are you anticipating this? Yeah, sure. I mean... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> if, it was, if it was 10 years... Where did you put it in your most anticipated movie I, list? Was it five, but right. then I bumped it out. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. for something else. Because I'm not anticipating it so much. No, look, I I, I will see it. Yeah. It mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like everybody in it. Yep. I like that they're returning to the original island. I like that they're doing genetic, more genetic tampering, and I want to see what this new dinosaur can do. I like mm-hmm. that it looks like they're bringing back the old T-Rex. Yep. I like Chris Pat. I like sure. Bryce Dallas Howard. Even you like motorcycles. I, I like motorcycles. You like safari shirts. I do. You like, you, like a big, you like a big pair of slacks. Yep. You like a red bandana. I like some kind of gun with a big scope on it. You like a you like a safari hat. I do. Mm. I like all those things. You like Newman from Seinfeld. I do. Big spat on. Mm. Yeah. You like a computer system that goes ah ah ah. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's really good in Jurassic Park, isn't he? I have no memory of him in Jurassic Park. He's the other computer guy no. who hates Dennis Nedry. Don't remember. He's it. really good. Is he? Yeah, he's really good. Huh. Yeah. 
He looks yeah. completely normal though. Like right. a, you know, he looks like Samuel L. Jackson now. Yeah, yeah. He looks like just just like a just guy. Just a guy. Does yeah. he have hair? No, but he's kind of thinning, so he's got kind right, of a bald right, patch right. in okay. that. So he... see, that was fifty-fifty there. I was considering just going along with what you said there. Yeah, you're gonna be like, hey, Samuel L. Jackson was good in Jurassic Park, and I would have gone like, yeah, sure, and then you would have been like, he's not in it. <laughs> Psyched, right? So yeah. I just I was just honest there. I yeah, no memory good. Of that. Yeah, good for you. Mm. Yeah. I think Pulp Fiction was the point where people were like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. Let's put him in everything. Right. And that was the year after. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Not that, again, but he is amazing. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'll see it, but I don't, I, I question how much more we can get out of this. Like One there's, movie. There's, yeah, but there's not going to be any, there's not going to be anything innovative in this movie, I don't think. I think aside from that dinosaur. Yeah, exactly. I think the big uh, kind of theme of this is that People are going to see like the most amazing place in the world, right? And yeah. everyone's just on their phones and that. Oh, kind of I thing. see. So I think that's the kind of it's a Black Mirror esque twist. Yes, but not as dark. Have you and read? There's an article. Speaking of, there's an article on the the toast, which is like a satirical it's like a bread. I don't know what it yeah, is. You know what toast is? It's bread, but better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's a it's a like a satirical website, and it's just different articles and stuff like this. This one by Mallory Ortberg. Ortberg. It's called Next on Black Mirror, and it includes um. Okay, here we go. Here's a sample. Yep. Okay. The old straight track. A woman drives a sinister car down a sinister road. She is texting. She is in the hospital after being struck by a driver who is texting. The first half of the episode <laughs> is only a dream. Her physician blocks her on Facebook after having an argument with his son, which kills her in real life. She goes to hell. In hell, she is forced to derive ironic punishments for other women who have texted while driving. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um... <laughs> Raise high the red string. What if phones, but too much? <laughs> anyway, track that down on the hyphen toast.net. That's good stuff. <laughs> what are we talking about? That's really good. Yeah, Jurassic it's... World. Oh yeah. Watch Black Mirror, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah okay, they're all they're on their phones. Okay, that's yeah. great. That that is not gonna sustain a film though. Why? Well, people are looking at the No, but they'll the do that and then there'll be dinosaurs. Oh, there'll be dinosaurs, no one see the dinosaurs surrounding exactly. them. Okay, right, because yeah. they're on their phones. Alright, fine. Uh, yeah, look, it'll be fine. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Tomorrowland, you know much about that one? No. The guy, Brad Bird, who oh, directed yes. uh, Incredibles mm-hmm. and The Last... And voiced the, the weird Taylor lady. He did. And he, uh, Iron Giant, yep. which is amazing. Um, and The Last Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. which is the best Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. One you was know, one is good, one but is it, good. it's very slow and it's kind of dated. It's very dated, yeah. Two is just Garbage. guys pulling masks off. Yeah, there's a lot for of two hours. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of guys spinning one wheeled on motorcycles while firing guns and pulling masks off. Yeah, and there's a lot of slow motion doves. It's like that was that was the low point for John Woo. Yeah, because they were like, "What does John Woo do? Yeah, we need him to be his most John Wooiest in yeah. this film." So there was so much slow mo and just. But it was it was John Woo, but it was the most John Woo, but like a really sanitized it was John crap. Woo. Like, like crap action. Yeah, if you've se- have you seen The Killer? No. It's a John Woo film. It's it's super brutal, and it's one of those movies. It's the it's the origins of like the. Is that the one with the one take? Uh, they clean, go to the hospital. Maybe. I think of something else. The origin of the two gun dive yeah, shoot. Is two that two gun say? dive shoot exactly. Yeah. And there's you know there's you know he'll just point blank you know shoot a guy 10 times in the chest kind of thing yeah. that kind of okay. brutality and I think they were like we love we love everything you do John Woo but don't do it as well kind of thing <laughs> and it's just yeah 
there's so many so many doves yeah i think i think the way that they do these is they get a different director with a different vision for each one right and that okay. makes them very distinct films and see what happens yeah see what happens and four was the kind of the combination of all the best elements yeah. of that and three was um three was the um the jj abrams one yeah. which is actually pretty Philip good Seymour as well yeah. yeah which is actually a pretty good one had felicity in it yes it yeah. did yes it did so four had all the best elements like you know the kind of espionage of the first one and yeah. and, and kind of fun slightly yeah. over the top gadgets kind of thing exactly yeah. had the tom cruise's best hair from his his best <laughs> running probably yeah. he did have his best hair best yeah. running he had his best hair in two and four yeah that's yeah, true yeah. yeah so it borrowed the best elements of two but um yeah i'm looking for oh there's also another mission impossible we could talk about that yeah um that'll be good it's the guy who did the one where <laughs> what is he the, you know the last one the last generic kind of tom cruise movie he did his name's like Jake Action. Oh, it's um, not called Jack that. Reacher. Jack You're Reacher, close, yeah. <laughs> Which is not a good name for a hero. No, well, it's one of those kind of Tom Clancy esque generic everyman hero kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of in the books, he's like he's six, six foot six. ten. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and he yeah. eats like potatoes and he's, also, he's a steak and eggs man. Yeah. yeah, and he can like pick up a man with one hand and break his neck yeah, and exactly, stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like he he lives on the road and he solves crime and that's the one. Yeah, yeah he's just the best. But he doesn't speak with his words. He speaks with his breaking necks and... And his heart. And he's eating breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Where were, where were we just then? What happened before Mission Impossible? Tomorrowland. Oh, yeah, that Brad one. Brad Bird is directing oh, yeah, sure. Tomorrowland. And it's his own project. And apparently he turned down the chance... And this chance, is live action, not this anime. This is live action. This right. is, he turned down the chance to direct Star Wars to do this. Wow. Well, he was in the running. He was asked. It is a Disney project. That sounds... This sounds like a mistake. I don't know, man. I, I, I think this guy's got a good track record. Right. Clooney's in it. Okay. It's basically this guy... It sounds a little Sky Captain in the world of tomorrow. It doesn't look like that at all. Really? So there's clips of this? There's a trailer of it, yeah. But it's basically, it's the girl from Under the Dome. Wait. Sure. (laughs) She's out of the dome. She's out of the dome. She's ready to rumble. And it's like this kind of shitty kind of semi... Like near future kind of heavy pollution society where everything's grim and whatever. Uh And she finds... The trailer is she finds this kind of pin and it's like a Tomorrowland pin and she touches it and she's... Instantly transported to another world. Not like sucked through a thing, like she touches it and it's blinked and she's there. Right, okay. And then she lets go and she's back. Right, right. And it's kind of like this, it looks like this Wizard of Oz-esque kind of world. Right, interesting. And I don't really know anything about it beyond that and I don't really want to know. Yeah. And I think, I also put that in my top five because I think I'd trust the director. Okay, sure. And I, I want, I, it's new yep. and that's good. We should be encouraging it. I just feel like... Sky Captain. Not, not even that, but you I... just want a sequel. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> oh, what happened to those rocket ships? Where did they... I can't remember the plot of that. Angelina they brought, Jolie. They dragged, that. they dragged Orson Welles' corpse back from the dead, oh, remember? No. Was it Orson Welles? Do you remember they had the... They, doesn't matter. All right. They own his rights, basically. Oh, great. <laughs> Someone owns his rights. I, I kind of feel like... It, I'm sure it'll be good, but it just seems like... It feels like a bad move. Like, when yep. you hear, like, turn down Star Wars to do his own project. Yeah. That feels strongly like, in 10 years, he will regret that for whatever, like... It just, okay, It just sure. feels like a bar... Like a, like a bar... If, when they're doing the biography pick of Brad Bird, they'll be like, Brad Bird was flying high, <laughs> but then it all came crashing down. But if you look at the things that he's done... Yeah. He's very much... Iron Giant is based on a book, but he, that's right. his, he made that his own. Incredibles... Again, he's his own. I'm sure yep. he didn't write the script or what. Maybe he did. I don't know. He probably did. 
And Mission Impossible, he made the best Mission Impossible. Yeah, true. Why wouldn't this... This I think this is more likely to be good than bad. Yeah, you're right. And I hope yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. If it was, you know... If it was J.J. Abrams doing this, I'd say... That dude does not have an original bone in his body. Sure. As much as I think he's a, he's a decent director, uh-huh. but he's not... He, mm. That's not true. He does... He's, he can do original things, but... Yeah. Brad Bird is... I think he's something else. Mm. I think he's next level. Oh. Like you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm the Brad Bird of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm the JJ Abrams. You're so lens flary. Oh, God. <laughs> do, you, do you want to name one or just pick any? Look, I haven't done any research. No, I'll be honest doesn't with you. I've just got a kind of rough Keep going. Too. All right. Uh, what about Chappie? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. So that's his... Does, does Neil Blomkamp only have one idea? That's Blomkamp, by the way, everybody. Just <laughs> whatever. Yeah, he's got one idea. Future robots. In society. South Africa. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's sort of a... Uh, or aliens or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. South African. And it's this is this is weird. There's, there's two artificial intelligence movies coming out this year. At there least is two, right? Ex Machina. Yeah. Which looks Ma- Machina, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which looks incredible. Um and this, yeah. Yeah. If if Elysium was better, I'd be yep. more excited for this. Right. Elysium was fine. Yeah. But it was a little bit disappointing, wasn't uh-huh. it? It's so and this this is is so Chappie is a Artificially intelligent yep. android yep. that he's is discovered or so who builds him? Um, Dev Patel, the guy oh, from yeah. Slumdog Millionaire. Right, right. The guy from Sorry, The Last Airbender. Sure. He, <laughs> better, better. Yeah, he uh, he builds this basically. Yeah, he, it's it's short circuit in South Africa. Sure, yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, yeah, it looks good. The effects look good. Hugh Jackman's the, the bad guy. So. Yeah. Wow. Chateau Cop- Copley is the chappy. Oh, okay. I believe there's kind of undercurrent kind of racism kind of things. Oh. Unlike his other movies. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, by correct. one idea, what do you mean yeah. by that? Do you mean like the the, the 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 division between rich and poor and class war yeah, and, and that it's kind all, of stuff? Yeah, and it's... Every, and it's South Africa. And, South Africa and yeah. it's everything's got that dirty look to it kind yeah. of thing, yeah. It, it's interesting also that Hugh Jackman has switched sides on the robots. And the mullet. I mean, real steel, <laughs> he was totally on board with the robots and now... Yeah. Those are robots them. he could keep in check. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, these ones. He's just after robot safety. Yeah, that's right. He's the robot safety inspector. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So Shalto is the is the robot. Have we seen photos of him in a in a ping pong? <laughs> no, suit? we haven't. Uh. I haven't even seen photos of him in the you know from District Nine in the ping pong thing. Though he's not the the alien for very long, is he? No, no. that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah. Have we, what do we see in the trailer? Do we see any exciting action uh, I kind think of thing? Hugh Jackman builds a police force, but they, the government don't want it because it's too big and clunky and Ed Two O Nine kind of thing. Yep. And the other the other kid, this Dave Patel, is, designs this robot which can think independently uh-huh. and is creative and can paint and, and can love and sure. can you know can dress up as a gang member and mm-hmm. do sure. a weird rap. Sure. That happened in Short Circuit too, didn't it? Yes. Remember Los Locos? <laughs> No, I don't. I'm going to play the clip. Okay, great. Excuse <laughs> me for living. Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> uh, but Taking me right back. Yeah, but uh, what was I saying? That clip that I played and we watched then, uh, mm. it's distracted me. Shalto Copley. Yes. Chappy, Chappy, yeah, love. and basically, so that then they employ Hugh Jackman to kind of stop this. Oh, so he's kind of like the Chateau Copley from the last movie, sure, who was employed to stop things. Sure, you know what I loved about that movie as well, the Elysium. He's got 
no middle ground in that. He's just he goes from being real calm and crazy to just flat out crazy. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, do you remember the bit where he's kind of cooking meat on that weird grill, uh-huh. and then and he's just like, no, 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 and he's firing a gun into the air and whatever, and drinking beer like a lunatic. And then the Jodie Foster's like calls him like you're fired, and he goes, ah! and he like flips <laughs> the barbecue, like, and those are his two kind of. Oh yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's pretty good. Two levels. Mm. But if we're talking- he survives a lot of stabbings in that movie, doesn't he? He does, doesn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his face explodes. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He gets hand-grenaded, but then he's fine. Yeah. His face gets rebuilt. He, they rebuild okay, it, great. yeah. It's good. pretty good. That's pretty messed okay, up. Okay, so Blomkamp does have some fun concepts. Definitely. I just think that movie wasn't that mm. great. Yeah. Or whatever. The, the, great world building. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Ex Machina. Okay, you yeah. with that? So it's, it's a... The premise of this one is a... Someone wins a competition to go to the island of like yes. a Steve Jobs esque yeah. super genius man. Yeah. And it turns out he's become part of an experiment. Yes. Where he meets this artificial intelligent robot woman. And he takes part in the tuning Turing test. Right, okay, yeah. Which is basically you it's to determine whether a AI this is roughly and I'm and this is probably wrong, has <laughs> has con- as consciousness and right. can think independently mm-hmm. and, and whatever. But and, it, and in speaking to a, a computer, would you would you can you tell the difference between yes. speaking to a computer or speaking to a human yes. being? But the difference with this is with those tests normally it's done maybe through a chat or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's how they kind of do them now. But in this, he meets this robot woman who has the face of a human woman, not like torn off and sure just like, <laughs> stapled on yeah you know what i mean like uh, he has a she has a face that looks human but right. the rest of her is clearly robotic and you can see through her so mm-hmm. the test is kind of like you know she's robotic but does that can you still kind of have you know can you interact with this person like you would a normal person right, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. a robot like you like you would yeah a person. and I, it looks amazing looks incredible very tense. I'm I'm very excited to again. It's one of those movies where I don't want to see any more yeah. trailers because it'll turn out the guy who goes there is a robot. Ah, oh. <laughs> could be. But I think it's smarter than that though. Yeah. As well, or yeah, we'll see. Mm. Apparently, it's very good also, and it's the guy who wrote Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's his first big film director. Okay. But yeah, yeah it's funny though. Two two Star Wars guys in it. Oscar Isaacs yep. in Star Wars. Um, uh-huh. The guy from About Time, whose name escapes me, Donald Gleason. Yeah, okay. So That is interesting. I don't know. I just think it's going to be... Apparently, it's very good. It's mm. out very soon, and I'm really excited yeah. for it. I think it does look... You're right. It does look sort of first filmy in that it seems to be on a much, you know, quite a small scale. Yeah. It doesn't seem to take place over... It takes place on an island, but not... Yeah, yeah. We don't see a lot of locations, no. which is probably good, you know. Locales. Locales. Yeah. Correct. Any thoughts on it? Other than those thoughts you had? Just those thoughts. Okay, good. Moving on? Yes. Entourage. Oh, really? Oh, that's coming back. I saw the trailer for that. <laughs> you and most anticipated. It's, uh, it'll be... A, it's most anticipated by millions of people. Though, definitely. Right? Yeah. It's like the Sex in the City of uh-huh. movie. Of, now, I've seen the trailer, but I completely blank. What happens in it? Ari's in it. Have you seen the show? Like one episode. That happens. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but slightly, over a slightly longer time frame. Yes. Great. The the series ended with Vince got married. Oh, yep. And he probably got to do the movie. Oh, I definitely would have got to do the movie, yeah. <laughs> and, you know... The trailer is in the style of from the guys who brought you Aquaman. Yeah. From the guys who brought you Medellin or whatever. In the right? poster, it's a, it's a nice little nod in it. Because, you know, famously, well, I guess famously, in the Entourage TV show, when Aquaman was a kind of nothing character, yeah. Vinny Chase in this movie played Aquaman or Aquaman, wherever you say it from where you're from, as directed by James Cameron. Right. 
and in the entourage poster you see in the background there's a uh aquaman logo and over the top of it is a wonder woman logo so oh like i see right up kind of yeah kinda, okay kinda, that's fine all right so mm. yeah that guy would be a terrible aquaman. absolutely <laughs> He's a charisma vacuum, that yes, guy. Yes, he is. He's no... That's... Surely... I guess the idea is, like, if you watch that show, yeah. maybe you put yourself in the in the place of him. Mm. Like, you I don't that, think that was the idea. No, because he's so he's such a blank canvas that you could be like, yeah, I could be that guy, kind of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's why Charlie Sheen in Two and a Half Men always wore like bowling shirts and cargo shorts, <laughs> like us. Like, yeah, like all sh- like a schlubby guy. Like, yeah, we could we could totally be that guy. Yeah, mm. yeah. Entourage movie. <laughs> What's happening? In it? Turtle got real thin, right? Turtle got real thin. Yep. Um, Vince married a girl at the end of it. Yep. He married um, or he was gonna marry. You know the girl from Star Trek, Alice Eve. Yep. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness, uh-huh. the blonde one. Um, and that's how it kind of ended. So we'd assume that he's divorced. Now I'd imagine so. And he's back on back on the cruising for the tail. Yeah, or and Ari's running a studio now. Oh, that's great. He can get him to do the Oh, movie. and there's a fake trailer in it. The fake trailer is he's a DJ slash assassin or right. something. Uh-huh. And it's his own movie that he's directed. Right. And it looks the worst. And maybe it's supposed to be, but yeah. Does Entourage have that layer of irony to it? Or do you think people are supposed to are people supposed to see that and go that looks awesome? I don't know. I don't, mm. can't tell to be honest. Remember, that- I think people just like the the agent being racist and homophobic to the Asian guy. Yeah, that's I guess what so, yeah. I think that's, people yeah. like just sl- shouting homophobic slurs at him. Mm. Like that's what people like. I guess they do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there'll be any dirt bikes in this movie? Oh man, I hope so. They, get, they, they go to a dirt bike shop and everybody <laughs> only gives them free dirt bikes. <laughs> That's the episode you saw, was it? Yeah. Where they got free motorbikes yeah. for no reason? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was pretty good. All right, let's talk about Fantastic Four then. Trailers out this week, apparently. Oh, finally. Yeah. The white whale of trailers. The white whale of trailers. Just, so this, this is genuinely... I'm excited to see this trailer. Yeah, I know, right? We've yeah. seen, I've seen literally nothing of this. Didn't you see that Doom set photo? That leaked set photo? No. It's Doom and he looks like he's covered in melted garbage bags. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Okay, yeah, it doesn't look... Yeah. I mean, that's not representative of how this will look, I'm sure. It seems like they're buying Just more... piles of garbage bags. <laughs> it seems like they're buying more from the Ultimate Comics, the right. origin. Apparently right. they get it from their powers from an, an alternate dimension. Yeah, why not? And <laughs> Doom's a hacker. Oh, yeah. All right. And whatever. So, I think... I've said this before. I don't think people will be happy with it as a Fantastic Four movie. Sure. But I think there's a chance it could be a good movie on its own. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's... It is interesting. Why... Why not make... Why not try an original concept, then? Like, if they're... If they're like, tr- Chronicle or something like that. Yeah, Which sure. is the same director. Yeah. Yeah. Why not... Like if they if they're changing so many elements and the the origins of the powers are different yeah. and the blah 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 and the bad guys different in a lot of ways and etc. Mm. I guess you'd have to come up with original looks and names for various for various characters. So apparently, like a lot of work. Ma, um, the the director of this, uh, well, sorry, Max Landis, who wrote Chronicle, yep. wrote a script for Chronicle Two, which takes it in a completely different direction, which is amazing. Yes, App- apparently. I mean, who knows. Mm-hmm. And that they Was this went, according to Max Landis? Probably, writer of it? I think it, it might have been his dad even. Huh. Um, John Landis. Sure. Famous guy. Yeah. He wrote Short Circuit too. 
No, he didn't. He might have. <laughs> might have. <laughs> sure. According to him. <laughs> yeah. And but they just said, no, we just want just make Chronicle again. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Which is it sad worked the first time. Yeah. So which was sad because yeah. they took a punt on Chronicle at it. For somehow it worked, a yeah, found yeah. footage superhero movie. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you then take another? Like, of course yeah. you wouldn't. Well, I guess no, exactly. Yeah. So we're getting Fantastic Four reboots. So Great, fine, whatever. Mm. We'll talk about that next week, though, won't we? Yes, if it's coming out this <laughs> this coming week, well, I'm the trailer. I mean, yeah, no, I will. I will talk about the trailer. All like, I could pick that apart for two hours. I'm sure. <laughs> God, whether it looks, if it looks amazing, I can talk about it for an hour. If it looks like garbage, I can talk about it for an hour. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Thinking of Speaking of things that could be amazing or garbage, mm-hmm. Terminator Genesis. I'm looking forward to this. Me too. On the list, this is probably my number one. Unless, you, the, unless you say more things after this. Shutting the fridge door, Mason. That's, That's right. That's the expression. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Explain yourself. Because it's got the weird bit in the trailer where 80s Arnold Schwarzenegger fights old Arnold Schwarzenegger. Correct. How amazing is that going to look? Do you How think long that... do you think that scene's going to be? Very short. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon what's going to happen, he'll shoot his face off and then he'll oh, fight yeah. a body double. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, what if they get, what if they de-age Bill Paxton as one <laughs> of the thugs? Because he was one of the thugs originally. No, because I think... If they do, yeah. I'd imagine they just use original footage. But I think he's going to... St- if he- He'll stop because that takes place on the roof. Yep. And then the Terminator goes down off the roof and right. runs into the punks and is like, give me your clothes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that Terminator fashion. Sure. And I think maybe the old Terminator might go past and be like, go home and be nice to your mother or right, something. Right, That's sure, what yeah. I, that, I uh-huh. think that will be the interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I can't... I'm, I'm excited for this because I like the idea... The, they haven't really explained it well in the movies, but I like the idea that it's kind of that it's this ongoing time war. Yeah. And if you're going back, why? If you're going back to specific, if you're going back to the 80s and if you're going back to the 90s and you're going back to the early 2000s or whatever, why wouldn't you then send more Terminators back and more yeah. resistance fighters to stop them? Yeah. Like why? You know. Yeah. I like the fact that it's going to get real complicated. <laughs> I don't know why. Because it's a, it's a. And, uh, you know, well, I, this is supposed to be a clean slate film, but you're right; it just complicates it. Yeah, yeah. But and I, I don't know because they've all, the Terminator movies have never made any promises to make any sense, like t- time wise. No. So I think I'm like, I don't because I'm it, I'm normally a stickler for logic in time travel yeah. movies, but for whatever reason, I can just be, I can just switch the brain off and be like, Do you think it's because it's from your childhood? Yeah, maybe. Because mm. mm. I know you don't like Looper, <laughs> and we won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, look, do you think there's also there's a chance that this will overlap with Terminator 1? We know that. Uh-huh. Do you think it's going to bleed into Terminator 2? I hope so. I hadn't even thought about it till just this second, but yeah. yes, I hope so as well. Yeah. yeah. And I hope it makes people real mad. Because <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, you can't, no, Terminator 2's perfect film, but you can't chase, it. they're not, it's still there. <laughs> Terminator 2's still there. You can, Ah, uh, yeah. You can still watch that. Still watch movie. that, yeah. You can still watch the extended edition yeah. with all the extra They're not scenes. actually changing the timeline, so the film Terminator 2 was not released. <laughs> They're just changing it in the context of, yeah. Yeah. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. Mm, yeah. Correct. Yeah, I'm also looking forward to it, good or bad. Yeah. Wow. What else happens in the trailer? Anything else exciting? Well, it has that scene at the start where they send the Terminator back in time and Kyle Reese. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was promised to be... A, that was a, the original opening scene of Terminator 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they finally got around to doing that. Yeah, cool. Which is really cool. I don't know. I just... Something about it that I... 
it looks good, but it could be, it's it's it could easily be a train wreck, and that's fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else happens in that trailer? Yeah, there's the T1000. He's Mac. Oh yeah, he's an Asian man. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, that effect doesn't look as good somehow. Yeah, it's Remember? weird, right? <laughs> we did an episode. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about it in an episode. Um, do you think that if this is successful, will they do another Terminator movie? Yes, I think that's a plan. New trilogy. Okay. Right. But also this. Oh, you know what? It probably will overlap with two because this jumps to the present day. Yeah. Remember you see Arnold and he's old? And he took a bloody swan dive through a helicopter or something? That's right, yeah. Mm, good. Good. Next yeah. one? Yeah. Let's talk about Furious 7. Okay. I should really get around to one of these, watching one yes. at some point. Watch 5 and 6. Okay. I told you before. They're right. really fun. Okay. Now, what happens in the trailer for 7? Is Bruce Willis in this one? No, you're thinking of G.I. Joe Retaliation. I'm thinking of G.I. Joe Retaliation and Expendables. Whatever. 3? Two. I think one and two. He's not one in three. Two. Okay, right. Yes, you are thinking of those things. It looks... There's this kind of a CGI car stuff. There's a heist thing? Yeah, there's a People heist People are shooting thing. grappling hooks into stuff, yeah. right? And That's there's exciting. a bit where Paul Walker runs up the... The, the bit that looks fake is when he runs up the, the truck and then he leaps and then okay, right. the car and then he leaps under the back of the car, which is mm-hmm. whatever. But these movies have just become so ridiculous. Sure. But in the, the... It's hard. I don't know how they've managed to go from... It was sort of semi-serious to just be like, this is just nonsense. And everyone's like, yes, great. Uh-huh. They've managed to somehow do that. And it's... Because the early ones were for fans of cars, and right? And the first one in particular, the second one was a lot of CGI cars jumping other CGI yeah, cars. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And I haven't actually seen... I can't even remember if I've seen it. Or third one was... About drifting. In Tokyo's. Sure. And the fourth one was then Paul Walker, Vin Diesel Return. Right, right, right. Um, do you know Vin Diesel actually did a cameo in Tokyo Drift uh-huh. under the proviso that he gets the rights to Riddick, I think? Wow, that's a good deal. Yeah. Huh. Because everybody sees those Riddick movies, don't they? <laughs> they really do, yeah. <laughs> I like those movies, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, the last see- one was super overlong, but yeah, it still was. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was better than Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Mm. And Chronicles of Narnia. Sure. Mm. Mm. He's drinking some water. Anything else about that? No. It'll be interesting to see how how that Paul Walker looks in it, and how much they shot, mm. and how that goes. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and how um, well, how they go on without him afterwards. Yeah. So, Are they? I think they're going to die in the film. I, don't, I think they're just going to happy ending him. Really? Okay. Not in the weird way. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you you got it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's the idea. But I think also there's enough star power in those movies that you could continue without him. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I, there would definitely an element missing of, it, of that. Mm-hmm. But they become less and less about Paul Walker and Vin Diesel and more about everybody. Cars flipping over. It's the Ocean's Eleven with cars, basically. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about... Why don't we talk about Age of Ultron? Okay, sure. That's going to be a good one, isn't it? I hope so. Me too. Mm. We saw the second trailer. We talked about it last week. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I don't really... We talk about this so much. I know, right? Very much looking forward to it. Hulkbuster. Yep. Black Widow. Mm. Uh, Hawkman. Hawkface? Hawkface. Sorry. Got his little coat on. <laughs> yeah. All that. Mm. It looks great. Darker tone, you think? Uh, nope. I'm going to say exactly the same tone as Avengers 1. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But... People say Empire Strikes Back of Avengers, whatever. Who said that? Every every person. That's just a guess, though. <laughs> I think Whedon's definitely alluded to it, being okay. a darker movie. Right. But then again, sometimes these Marvel movies have dark trailers, and then uh, a lot of time they end up being happy films. Yeah. Like, I know Thor The Dark World was a relatively dark trailer. Iron Man 3, initially, those trailers were very sad. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man 
which is supposed to be much funnier than what we've been shown. Right, it's a exactly. a very kind yeah. of somber trailer. Mm-hmm. So I think there'll be elements of niceness to what it. If this, what if this is the twist, though? Because the, the I some of that Ultron trailer is quite lighthearted, you know, when yeah. they're all trying to lift the Thor's hammer, yeah. etc. Maybe that's that. Maybe we're like, oh, this is kind of a wacky. Yeah, this film's then, got some wacky subtext to it, and then, and then bang. super dark. I would like that a lot. Mm. I think that would be really cool. And I think this is going to split up all split up all the Avengers at the end. I think by the end of it, and I've did a video on this, so I'm not going to spoil it for if this happens. But I think they're all going to be split, and I think by the end we're not going to have Hulk, not going to have sorry Hulk, and we're not going to have Thor because if they're doing Civil War next, yep. you can't have them on either team. That's true because they're they're game breakers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So maybe 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 Thor Hulk ends in the up space. Yeah. Thor, Thor ends up in hell. Yeah. Hell. I've talked about it. Mm. I'm not going to go into that before. Okay. It. But yeah. So that'd be cool. Or not. Mm. Sure. What are you more looking forward to? Age of Ultron or Civil War? That is a good question. Hmm. <laughs> Age of Ultron. Okay. Yeah. Cool. There you go. There you go. Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty pretty crazy. <laughs> It's pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely very crazy. I feel like a lot of the time when directors go back to re... Because George Miller directed all three Mad Max movies. Mm -hmm. A lot of time when directors go back to a franchise, they don't pull it off. Mm -hmm. Ridley Scott for Prometheus. Yep. George Lucas for whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Steven Spielberg, Indiana Jones, whatever. But I feel like this looks like it's as good. They've gone all out on yeah. this one, yeah. Like he's gone out there and these these are stunts and proper stunts and mm. lots of dust kicking up. Have we seen have we seen a lot of stunts in these trailers? What are, what are we actually like seeing? It, it looks like a lot of actual car flips and it's, stuff. I feel like we've got a lot of these these wacky kind of post-apocalyptic cars driving around and we've got like the follow car with the camera on it just zipping around and yeah. we've got a lot of that movement. Yeah. Have we seen a lot of stunt yet though? Well, maybe not so much. Yeah, maybe mm. you're right. We haven't seen a lot of stunt. We haven't seen a lot of action. No. Like we've seen a lot of Mad Max being dragged around by bad guys and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. We haven't actually seen any like firefights or anything like no. that. Yeah. But I think we I think we will. And we certainly haven't heard the new Tina Turner <laughs> single. On no. So there, there's a local like... Uh, like classic hit station. Yeah. And now we don't need another hero. I was on high rotation, so every time I flick it on, flick the the radio station <laughs> on, it's on. And I I didn't know until just recently that she's had to shoehorn in it like a Thunderdome <laughs> yeah. reference. Yeah. Like she has to sneak so it in dated. under. The, so she has to sneak it in under the chorus, which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. I feel like now you don't have to do that movie kind of theme mm. songs anymore. It just has to get the general tone, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like the the James Bond themes don't specifically say. James Bond is a you know what I mean. He's doing <laughs> but although, it. yeah, all the especially all the early James Bond films, they didn't have it like any, like from Russia with Love doesn't have any. Oh yeah, there's no James Bond. You're right, it's That's about really a guy who who leaves the girl he loves and then he comes back because he realizes he loves her. Like it's got nothing to do with James Bond. Yeah, mm. well, maybe it's got everything to do with James. Oh, Bond. you're right. <laughs> doesn't no. Nah. Great. Mm. Um. Anyway, yeah. Mad Max looks, looks good. good. Uh, what about? And this is a this is an actual sequel. Right? Well, yeah, it's an actual sequel. Okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it is. Okay. What about um Spectre? We're talking James Bond. Yeah, yeah, totally. We don't know. We haven't seen anything of it officially. Uh huh. But we know who the cast is. Yep. We know that there's probably villains and whatever. Uh huh. There's a big lumbering. Yep. Played villain. by Dave Bautista yes. from Guardians yeah, of Galaxy. Guardians of Galaxy. And wrestling fame. And wrestling fames. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll have something in his face. Hopefully. Sure. Yeah. Reckon he will. Probably won't. No, I don't, do I, don't, that I, don't anymore, any, I don't think he'll have anything in his face. 
Because mm. then there'll, there'll be too many Jaws comparisons if he's got anything yeah. in his face. Maybe claw hands? <laughs> Maybe claw hands. Sure. This one, claw hand. <laughs> like clamps from Futurama? Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I reckon one glove, one black glove, he takes the glove off, he's got like a weird crushy hand. That would be great. Crushy hand. You know what I watched the other day? What, what's your, what deformity do you think he'll have? I'm gonna you go, gotta pick one. I'm gonna go with he can change his hand for different hands. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> I only said that he's not he's not gonna have anything. Right. I think we'll just be a big guy. I think he's just gonna have his I reckon he's genuinely gonna have a crushy hand. That would be great. Yeah. Because did Inner Space was on the other night. Uh-huh. Which by the way is amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you seen Inner Space lately? Not recently. It's really no. good. But uh it's eighties good, the other yeah. bit. It's um Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan's really mm-hmm. cool. But uh, that is the, the, good. The, the villain in it takes his hand off and swaps it for like a gun hand. And, oh yeah, and sure, it's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, Spectre. Um, <laughs> I was uh, Skyfall was pretty good. It had a lot of weird plot holes. Yes, it sure. It did. had a lot of like aping the Dark Knight kind of plot mm-hmm. holes, but yep, made no sense. Villain gets captured for no reason. Yep, it was part of his plan all along, or was it? Yes, that's what uh, that's what the Bond movies do, though. They they ape whatever's popular. But whatever's popular yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But Daniel Craig's a good Bond, mm. and it's got a great cast. Sam Mendes is back, you know. From Skyfall. You know, did we have the did we have the conversation? I rewatched uh, Skyfall recently. Yeah, and it does look really good. Like oh, it's it looks ama- amazing, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's it's an easy watch. It's yeah. very entertaining. And there's it's very entertaining. There's a we must we must. I think we this is probably just a repeat week where we just yeah. yeah. <laughs> But there, you know, there's that scene. At the, there's a motorcycle chase right at the start, mm. and it looks it looks like a Bond, like a classic Bond action sequence. Mm. But it doesn't look like silly or kind of like slow, <laughs> silly and slow. Like it looks like an amazing action sequence yeah. that's kind of like in this heightened reality where people can drive motorcycles over the you know top roofs of buildings and stuff and like that. Tear off a train carriage. Tear off a train carriage. Yeah, exactly. That's like cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably one of the best Bond openings. Yeah. Mm. But again, like that movie isn't. I don't consider that a great movie for one because of the incredibly convoluted plot, yeah. which essentially ends with the bad guy dressing in a police uniform and then walking into Parliament and shooting indiscriminately. Like he's had fifteen years to come up with a plan, and that's what he's got. Uh and also because Bond's got really teeny tiny skinny suits, and he, <laughs> yeah, looks, he looks ridiculous. He's too big for a teeny tiny. Well, that's the thing because yeah. I I read this recently, like. You know how in a in a movie like they'll have like all the characters will have like ten identical changes of clothing because yeah. they get ruined in stunts or whatever. Like he had like ten, he'd have like ten size large jackets. Yeah. For for moving around. Yeah. And ten size medium jackets for when he's just standing. <laughs> because he physically could. Like if you if you tried to get him, like if he puts on this the medium overcoat and he tries to run, it would just tear. Yeah. Just, just tear to shreds because it's it. too skinny, right? Yeah. So that's that's odd. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah, his clothes are getting tighter, aren't they? They're <laughs> getting weirdly tighter. Or he's getting bigger. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably a combination of the two. Well, he's not tall. He's more kind of stout. Yeah. That's, and it's, it's like hard. a little teapot. Like a teapot. <laughs> so I guess it's harder to fit a man like that. In a skinny suit. In a skinny Which yeah. is the fashion, though, now. Yeah, but it's too... See, that's... The, th- the thing about Bond yeah. is... We should do a Bond episode. Yeah, People keep will. telling us to do a Bond episode. <laughs> we'll do it when Spectre comes it's out. It's like eight episodes, though. Yeah, it is. It's true. <laughs> Um, like Bond in the original novels isn't so much like fashionably dressed. He's just like inconspicuously yeah. dressed. Like he wears a suit and tie because all the 
Everybody wears a suit and tie. He wears a suit and tie, and he's a businessman, and that's his cover. He doesn't stand out. Yeah, and he wears a you know he wears a tuxedo because when you went out in the evening in the fifties or whatever, yeah, and you went to a casino, which was an actual classy yeah. location, you'd wear a tuxedo. And now you just thing. wear a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, they just wear a Hawaiian shirt and cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, so but what has happened is you know the world has gotten sort of more casual kind yeah. of thing, but Bond hasn't. Yeah. And so now he's just like he's in the snow wearing a three piece suit and you know whatever. And so, but so that's why I really like Casino Royale from that aspect because he just he just wore whatever whatever was appropriate at the time. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he was you inconspicuous. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. And but in this, in Skyfall, he's like, well, I've got to wear the skinniest kind of most yeah, fashionable right, outfit. Bond, in, it, when you see him on mission in um in the in Casino Royale, and he's yeah. in an African nation, yeah, he's yeah. wearing like. Just a ruffled up kind of shirt and something yeah, yeah. you can move in and fight yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. And the start of Skyfall, he's in full suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's very interesting. It Good is. point, Mason. It's not interesting to anyone else, but I find it interesting. I also find it yes. somewhat interesting. Two out of two. <laughs> one and a half out of two. I'll take it. <laughs> I guess we got to talk about Star Wars, don't we? Yeah. Hang on. Do we have anything? any more thoughts about Spectre? Probably not. We're at like two hours. So No, an hour 20. I've been around, around an hour 20. Okay. Right. Right. How many more movies do we have left? Uh, two. Okay. Star Wars. Yes. Great, great. I'm I'm really looking forward to the spin-offs though. I if, think if this chance... is a good one, it'll it'll become um... cooler than Star Trek. No, I was going to say three out of seven movies are good, <laughs> and four out of seven are garbage. So it's still most mostly garbage. But you wouldn't count any of the prequels in any respect good. No, you couldn't make something good out of those. Well, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, like, it, I'm sure there's some edits where. They have been, yeah. Yeah, like you could. I'm sure you could. Comp- but that's not. The, I'm not paying twenty bucks to go into a movie theater and go, "Hey, you know what? In about ten years, somebody's going to edit all these together and make one good film." Yeah. I want to go in, pay my twenty bucks, and see a good film. Yep. Fair. Yeah. I mean, you're a bit kind of. It's asking a bit much, isn't <laughs> it? Though you're right. It's uh, yeah. I hope this is a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I hope J. I think if J. James did a good job of kicking off. The last, the Star Trek yep. franchise. Uh-huh. Not so much continuing it, but he's he's kicking this off. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's writing a lot of the scripts in the script now with Lawrence Kasdan. Apparently the original script was a big focus on uh, the new characters, and this yep. is not as much, which I don't love. Right, sure. Apparently George Lucas' idea was when he, all his ideas, we talked about this last week, didn't we? How mm-hmm. they threw out all his ideas. Oh, yep. And one, but the key symbolically, yes. like in a like in a ceremony. I would say literally. They they, literally they just they just open a big fire pit. And kicked him into it. Yeah. <laughs> and they played that music. It was like... <laughs> and they just poured all his... All I would his, have loved... All his crayon notes I'd prefer if George pit. Lucas tried to do a flip over J.J. Abrams and J.J. Abrams cut his legs off and he rolled into a pit of fire. Sure, yeah. <laughs> that would have been... That'd be nice. That's symbolic, right? Yeah. Or whatever. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah. People are talking about as well, George Lucas has become the person he hates. Like, originally he was all against big studios and whatever. Uh-huh. The same way that Anakin was against big studios in the movies. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And then he became a big robot monster man. Mm, he Just... is a big robot monster man. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's, it's good. Whatever. I mean, not whatever. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. But, you know, we'll you, see. You've got, you got trepidation. Yeah, definitely. Got. But it's definitely my most anticipated movie, without a doubt. Yeah. Even though we've been burnt. So Multiple many times. times. But it cannot be any worse. I'm sure we've said that before. <laughs> it cannot be any worse than 1, 2, and 3. Right? What about that edit of 1, 2, and 3? Oh, it could be on par with the edit, certainly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've said this a thousand times. People will be like, 
it's better than the prequels, but it's not as good as the originals. Yeah. <laughs> like that There's be- no way. If I, I, what's going to happen is, yeah, that's going to be the initial. Yeah. I think in ten years, yeah. If this if this is an excellent movie, objectively in ten years, in ten years, in ten yeah. years people will be like, you know what? At this point, we can admit that it's better than the original versions. Yeah. Because I think it, you know, this this is a movie that I think we've there's been enough time, and it, it's like Doctor Who now, yeah. where I think people, studios especially, know well, we we need we we're good at extracting what's best about. The originals, yeah, and sort of putting it into one movie, yeah, you know, and I think, yeah, that's what this is, yeah, that's what this is, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. and time travel, yeah, great, yeah, all of those things, yeah, Boba Fett, <laughs> the best guy, the best guy, yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited, I, yeah, it, you're right, it can't be worse. So someone accused me, I think recently, I can't remember where it was on Twitter or comment, of being a prequel hater, uh-huh. like because I think now it's come to the point where people have. The kids who saw that when they were young, because we were a little bit older, we were teenagers, right, right. so we were like, mm, we don't like this. Uh-huh. So a little bit, though I didn't hate it initially, I was kind of like, I mulled on it for a few uh-huh, months, sure. you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like, I think I, uh, I think this good. isn't good, but it's weird, <laughs> yeah. it's Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's telling me to like it. Yeah. The newspapers are giving it five stars There was a lot reason. of that, yeah. There's a lot of five star reviews for But I feel Phantom like Menace. now it's coming around. Where people are saying it's not cool to hate on me anymore, and now the cool thing is to be like, you know what, they're not that bad or whatever. I think there's a lot of that now. No, it's real cool to hate on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just saying, I think that there are people who are, yeah, I think it's been enough right. time that people. They are really bad though. Yeah, they're, 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 I know they're not yeah. great, and, uh-huh. look, and I don't, I don't hate them. They're exactly what they uh-huh. are. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, there's a. But you know what? Kids love them. Like yeah. my my brother's kids. You uh-huh. know, the one yeah. you like. Yeah, sure. They they love them, yeah. and they they're like you know five and seven or whatever. It's weird. Yeah, but they're kids' movies, they're except for the, the bit where he rolls into the fire and, and kills the, other and the bits, kids, and the bits that are really boring. <laughs> there's um. Have you listened to the podcast? I was there too. No. It's by it's um by Matt Gawley, who was one half of James Bonding. Great He's podcast. Super Ego, uh, and it's about. Uh, I was there too. Is about um. He talks to people who had minor roles in important in big oh, films. Great. And one of them he talks to Greg Proops, who was one half of the pod race announcer. <laughs> There's a two headed pod <laughs> yeah, race announcer. Um and it's it's Someone recommended us for the next movie doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Um so uh, there's a big interview. It's really entertaining. You get to hear a lot about, you know, how movies are made and stuff like that and how you get involved and that sort of thing. But apparently like, you know, he would go in and he would and he would do, you know, they did improv lines and do script lines or whatever. And like when they when he started doing these movies, uh, when he when he you know he months and months before the years before the movie was going to come out, he'd go in and he'd do these lines and he'd do like a hundred takes of every line kind yeah. of thing. And then it got to like eight weeks before the movie came out, and they got him to come in again. And like they just took every t- like everything one take. They were just <laughs> like like they were so short on time, and they were so like. We've got to get. We are so behind yeah. <laughs> on this movie. We are, we are rushing this into production. He's like, oh, you know, you won't see this in any other universe, whatever. And they're like, fine, just <laughs> next line, whatever. Oh, there's a line. There's a line that's like. Apparently, he's gotten a lot of flack for this over the years. There's a line where he's like, I don't care what universe you're from. That's gotta hurt. Kind oh of thing. yeah, yeah. People are like, there's only one universe. This stuff. It's not. A, <laughs> this isn't a multiverse. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's all Ed Solo's talking about going from one side of the galaxy to the other. He's not it, saying he's not multiple universes, is it? Yeah, correct. You're right. Good point. Mm. Maybe. Anyway, I was there too. It's really fun. 
That's not his fault. He didn't write that, did he? No, exactly. <laughs> or he did? I don't know. No, I think maybe he, that's one of the lines he improved. Oh, that's so good. good. I bet he did some better ones. Yeah. Yeah. Pixels. Last one. I oh, yeah. I don't know why I say this for last. It was just mm-hmm. in the list. Uh, you know what that is? It's a short film where it's basically 8-bit kind of old video game characters attack the city. Oh, yes. But in this movie version, Adam Sandler's in it. Great. And, and the Dink. Peter oh, yeah. Dinklage, okay. And Josh Gad. And they're like video game kind of King of Kong style champions. And right. the aliens invade and they take the form of Space Invaders and Donkey Kong and whatever. And they uh-huh. have to stop them. Now, could be it great. seems positive. But, then but there's, a, there's two words. Yeah, those two specific <laughs> words you've said, which you've thrown doubt in, which are Adam and Sandler. Yes. We were talking earlier about how Entourage, there's a movie within a movie. Yeah. In the movie Funny People. Yes. Or prior to that, there's, there's the, the character played by Adam Sandler in that film has done a lot of terrible movies. You know, where he's he's become a baby or whatever. He's, he's a mermaid. He's a mermaid, mermaid or whatever. Or whatever yeah. And those movies... Look like actual Adam Sandler yeah, movies. Yeah, look like actual Adam Sandler movies. And then he was in Funny People, which was quite good. Yeah. And people were like, oh, maybe this is this is the last Adam Sandler kind of... Yeah. This is, he's he's realised what he's become. And yeah. he's kind of... He's going to he's gonna throw off those kind of shackles and just do good movies from there. And then he just kept doing terrible yeah. movies <laughs> after that. Didn't right? take a breath. Didn't take a breath at all. Exactly. Um... So yeah, Adam Sandler. I like the idea. Yeah, I like the concept. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the only Adam Sandler thing. The only the Adam Sandler thing kind of bothers me. Mm. But he, he is capable of turning in a good performance. He is absolutely, and yeah. he is likable. Yeah, apparently despite, he's the nicest man in yeah, Hollywood, yeah. despite making the worst movie. Yeah. But then to be fair, I've never seen most of these movies. Right. So I mean, they're probably they are bad. Jack and Jill. No, of course not. I'm never right. going to watch that. Like, right. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Like, I just would never. There's all, talking about podcasts, there's also another podcast, which I haven't listened to yet, but it's called, I think it's called The Worst Idea Ever, <laughs> and every week they watch Grown Ups 2. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> they're just going to do it for months. And just talk so, about it every week. go insane, yeah. And they're going to, wait, Grown Ups 2, not Grown Up. Grown Ups 2, yeah. Oh, wow, that's mm. intense. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. That's all the movies for the year, Mason. Not. To. Not. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, there'll be more. What with, is that? That's the first half of the year? Or? No, that's pretty much everything. All okay, the big well. kind of ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Ant-Man, of course. Yeah. We talked about that. It's yeah, be at great. length. Yeah, sure. It'll be great. Uh-huh. Hopefully. Who cares? I care, Mason. All right, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I guess what it's time for... Uh, is there, you just going through the list, are you? Just see if there's anything else? Yes. Anything else? That, no, we know. There probably is. We can do indie stuff next week or whatever. No, well, that's the thing. You don't really know with indie movies. They kind of keep them on the down low. They do. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm I'm enjoying indie movies more these days. A, because I'm a pretentious prick who's always in like you're talking about Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm always in like little South American villages, just enjoying enjoying just mixing it with the locals. Yeah, they love having you there, don't they? (laughs) Boy, do they! Because I'm I'm just I'm a big city guy. Um, but I'm I'm not above it. No. Um, but I think maybe it's maybe I'm enjoying indie movies more because they're so they're surprising. Like I there's not. 10 variations of the trailer yeah. and 40 minutes of, of footage. Yeah. You know, I'm actually surprised by what happens in them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about the indie movie. I'm getting really old. I think that's probably it. <laughs> Two things. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know what it's time for then? Oh, yes. What are we reading? Oh, what are we going to read? I'm doing a thing. What are we reading today? What are you reading, going to read? Ah, you go first. All right, this I'm is sure I've been reading something. This, but is, I something I'm not, this is something I'm not going to read. Oh, yes. A lot of people have written in to tell me this. Sage got in first, though. Yep. Someone has edited down The Hobbit into one movie. Oh, yes. for like four hours. Because remember uh-huh. we were talking about, ideally, 
Yeah. That should have been one movie or two movies. Uh-huh. And the best of. Uh-huh. So someone's done it. And I said I'd watch it, but I'm just not going to watch How it. How long is it? It's like four hours. Still too long. There's no way I'm watching <laughs> no, that. No, exactly. I need to give that at least five years. What are we cho- What are we getting chopped out of those? All the stuff that's not in the book. So most of it. Most of the stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm not going to be reading. Oh, yes. Uh, and I've just been reading a bunch of comics and whatever. Oh, yeah. Just comics and I'm whatever. Are we getting a Moon Knight? You are, you are. Uh, the new Moon Knight. It's good, right? I, I read that issue that you recommended where he takes the the raid style. He takes the, that building. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. It's yeah. like wordless. Yeah, it's mostly good, wordless. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah totally. Good. Yeah. yeah. Did you read the issue where he fights the ghost punks? <laughs> yes. Good, right? Volume one, Moon Knight. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. good. It is really, it's really good. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I've been reading. I watched. And that's White- what we read in this week. No, I watched. Ba, 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 ba. I, I watched White House Down. I don't know why. You know what I'm doing? Because I, I know I. It's just a whole, there's a whole bunch of stuff on my iPad, and I'm clearing it out. And I'm like, I should. Why don't I put that on there? I'll delete it. I know. I'll watch it. What House Down was was fun. It's fun. It's a it? real fun film. Dan O'Brien came like two years ago, or whatever. Dan but. O'Brien from Cracked said that that's the best Die Hard movie since the good Die Hard movies. Yeah, I think it, you're, you're right. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tatum's great in it, isn't He's he? He's a bit of a charmer, but yeah. he, he can he can punch a man. Jamie Fox is the president. He is the president. And they have the they have the bloody the mini guns in the SUVs. Yep, which is a real thing. Real bullets. Or yeah, real, yeah, real like, like real casings. Yeah, real. Because I know you're a big. I love a, I love a real, real mini gun in a yeah. movie. Oh, you, know so actually, good. you know what I actually watched the, the last night? Real James Woods. <laughs> so good. Great. Yes, I watched the last about half an hour of Doom. Like back and forth. Oh yeah, The Rock's Doom. Yeah, I was watching it. I'm like, I remember this. We saw it together. Yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. And I know it was you because. All these movies I saw with you. <laughs> sure. We didn't have any other friends dumb enough to see all these no, movies. No, we did not. Yeah. Which uh, is weird because we have a lot of dumb friends. <laughs> but yeah, so you liked White House Down. Did you yeah. see the other one? The White House is Falling? Oh. On Gerard Butler. London is Falling, whatever it was called. The new one's Olympus called London is Falling. Yeah, the, the new one's called no, London is Falling. No, I didn't see Olympus is Falling. It didn't look as much fun. No. No, they're both fine. Yeah. You know it's weird that Olympus has fallen is called Olympus is falling, and like Olympus is obviously the metaphor yeah, for the White we've, House. Yeah, we've discussed this. And the London, I pointed this out. Oh, did you? London, London is actually is London. London. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I apologise, Mason. Yeah. So you would recommend White House Down? Yes. Did I you would. like how he had a daughter and he had to get the job for the president? Yeah, that was fun to save yeah. his daughter. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal's sister was in it. Jamie Fox is like, get your hands off my Jordans. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't remember. Mason. It's been many years, yeah, Mason. I know, right? I've actually it's a got bona fide a, classic. I've actually got a letter here from James, the official James of the podcast. Wait a second, aren't you that? No, you're not. No, I'm not. Nah. I didn't get in. I could have said it before I read that, but I decided not to. Hey, lads, I want to suggest a Marvel noir series from 2009. Oh, yes. It takes some of the Marvel heroes and drops them in the 30s and 40s. It's quite dark and changes everything up for new styles. For example, in the Spider-Man series, Norman Osborn runs an underground Sinister Six gang where they're all carnival freaks, and Vulture is the one who kills Uncle Ben, and in the X-Men series, they aren't mutants, they're sociopaths. Anyway, it's a <laughs> Some of the X-Men are also so... They're mutants and sociopaths. I would say about half. <laughs> anyway, it's a great twist on the Marvel Universe, and I suggest you check it out. Haven't read it, but that does sound I've read good. some of them. They're pretty and? good. Yeah, they're fun. All right, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. You know what that means. Yes. That's what we're reading for this Oh, week. there we go. And now it's time for Letters. That was also that was already a letter. That was a what we read in. Oh, okay, sure. Know your segments Sorry. of the show you're on. Mason. I don't know anything about segments. <laughs> Any more what we read? No, nah, I'm good. All right. Hey guys, love the show. Love the YouTube channel. Quick question: You guys follow the Flash the TV series? Sure. Uh-huh. We don't follow him in real life. He's too fast. Oh. Uh-uh. 
pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really you made it. Uh, good, good joke there. Good. What are your theories on the reverse flash? There's been footage of slowed down reverse flash and voice, and there seems to be two different people. What do you think? And can I be the official person of the podcast? Yes. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Lucky from Croydon, Victoria, Australia. Oh. You know, I here's my theory. Yeah. Because, you know, in the in the Flash, the reverse Flash is out to kill the Flash. Yeah. We know that he killed the Flash's mother. Correct. All the evidence points to being Harrison Wells. Yes. The... And actually, J-Raw did a video of this. I talked about it last uh-huh. week. YouTube channel. Check it yep. out. Um. He slowed down, or somebody showed him, but then he did it where he slowed down the reverse flash and it is Harrison Wells. Right. The, the voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except there's a bit where it doesn't sound like him and it could be someone else. Yeah, okay. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. So, because all the evidence points to Harrison Wells being the reverse flash. Yeah. By the first, like, he's, he's got the reverse flash suit, for example. He stabbed that dude, which you don't remember. He's clearly... <laughs> A murderer. I don't remember. He's got future information. He's got future newspapers. From the future. Yeah. He can walk. He can walk when Harrison Wells is supposed to be confined to a wheelchair, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we've also got Eddie Thorne. Yeah. Who is a police detective who uh, seems to be a completely normal, regular guy. Yeah. Like, he's even... Like, he's not. he's not even... Nice to his girlfriend, but then he's awful to Barry Allen. Like, yeah, he's not like there's there's actually a scene where he, there's a there's an episode where he he realizes that Barry Allen might be in love with his girlfriend Iris, and he stabs him to death. Yeah, and he and he just and he just goes, "Hey, I think I think Barry might like you. Maybe you should talk to him." But like, if he was a bad guy, he'd go to Barry and he'd be like, "You'd stay away from my girl. I kill yeah, you." Yeah, kind of thing. So he's he's just a normal guy. Mm. Nothing um, to see here then. Sorry? Nothing to see yeah, here then. I don't I, know why you even brought right. it up. So so in the comic books, one of the reverse flashes is Eobard Thorne, mm. who's a flash from the future. Yeah. Who's, a, who's a, a guy from the future who becomes obsessed with a flash, gives himself surgery to make himself look like the flash, and then he goes back in time, he gets flash powers. Wait a minute. Yeah. Is this guy like, is he okay, like mentally? Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Just a big yeah. fan. So if, like I th- we've discussed this before, but I think if, if Eddie Thorne became the reverse, like if it turned out he was the reverse Flash, mm. that's a nonsensical revelation in the TV series because yeah. he's a good guy and etc. But and and again, but if Harrison Wells is the reverse Flash, mm. that's not a, that's not a twist yeah. because all the evidence points to it. Yeah, I think Harrison Wells is the bad guy, mm-hmm. and the superpowers are in the suit. Okay, so he can put the suit on somebody else. Yeah, because there's a scene. Towards the end of the season, maybe it's the last, last or second last episode, mm. where the reverse Flash shows up. Yeah. He's captured, and then he escapes, and he grabs Harrison Wells, and he sort of beats him up. Yeah. And I don't think the show is technical enough to have him be both people at the same time. Like, he's moving so fast that he can switch in and out of costumes. No, and beat it's himself a time or whatever. travel thing. Yeah. I, no, I don't think it is a time really? travel thing. I think he can put... I think he's putting the suit on other people. Okay. And controlling their mind somehow. Okay. And maybe he can speak through the suit. Yep. Um, and I'm going to guess, here's, here's what I'm going to guess, is he puts the suit on Eddie Thorne, mm. sends him back in time, and he kills Barry Allen's mother. Okay, sure. And then they they would have some sort of, you know, they would have a, not a rivalry, but yeah. like he would, they would have a reason to, to hate each other. Yeah. You know, for whatever okay. reason, right? I would say yes. This is my theory. I'm ready. And I don't know because this could just twist in any way. Yeah, yeah. Just, just it to... could even twist in a completely nonsensical way because it's TV <laughs> and not real. So, but yeah, I think, and someone else has said this that he 
I don't think he's the bad guy. I think he's doing this to get Barry Allen ready for the future. Oh, okay, right. And it's okay. like all a test. And I think the reverse flash exists. Yep. But he's not the bad reverse flash. He's merely the motivation for him to... Because then in the next episode, we saw him training to be faster and better and, right, and whatever. Right. And maybe it turns out that that guy is the reverse flash the whole time. The other guy, the cop. Right. And because he's so nothing, you don't. You're not supposed to suspect him. Okay, sure. But... Um, but they haven't set that up at all in any way. No, exactly. They haven't, yeah. And maybe he's from the future and he knows that they get together, so he gets in the way of that. Right. And whatever. Okay. And I don't know. I'm just guessing. But yeah. I, but I think he's basically training him. Right. So in the, in the comic book music, well, I'll start again. In the comic book, uh, universe, mm. one of the other reverse flashes, Hunter Zolomon. Yeah. He, he's insane. Yes. Surprisingly. And he believes that, people become better heroes through tragedy. And so yes. he goes back in time and he kills the Flash's mother. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it could be that, definitely. could be that. Yeah. But I, I, my money's on me being right. Okay. This guy. My money's on you being right also. Yes. We both win. Yeah. Nah, who knows? Could go any way. Yeah, yeah. Could go no way. Mm. Could, could, could get But canceled. again, I think Harrison Wells did kill that guy, so... <laughs> There was no reason for him to murder that guy, so I think he's maybe he's just I a bad guy. I don't remember. Don't remember it. He stabbed him a whole bunch of times. This is from Brendan Connor, the official king of the podcast. Oh. Basically, he's cutting his beautiful hair, right? To we raise have a, money do, for charity. Do you have a photo? I don't. You, we're I'm just me. assuming it's beautiful hair. I've seen a photo of him. He has beautiful hair. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. So basically, it's to raise money because a child is diagnosed every three minutes worldwide um, with cancer. So it's it's one out of one, 285 in the US alone. And I don't want to feel any pressure to donate, but if you can help, there's a link, which I can't read out here because it's a series of we'll numbers. We'll put it on the Facebook page. I'll put it on the Facebook page. So... He's our official king, so of course we... <laughs> oh, my liege. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. So I'll put that up on the Facebook. Give to charity, guys, unless you don't want to. <laughs> Steal from charity, then. Do whatever you want. It's late. It is late. <laughs> what time is it? Bloody hell, it's late. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, my name do is... You edit it. Do you edit out those things where you're like, oh, it's late up time. <laughs> I won't edit it all. Oh, I've got to sleep forever. Uh, do you leave those in? I'll say 90% of them I leave in. Great. Um, hey guys, my name is Alex and I'm relatively new listener to the podcast. I've been going um, back to the old episodes and I was, because I can't get enough. I was wondering. And also because none of the new episodes make sense unless you've listened to the old episodes. <laughs> true. The perfect crime. <laughs> I was wondering if you could talk about good comics that aren't DC or Marvel because I'm looking to read some new stuff. Um, for some reason, I trust two mad strangers from the other side of the world to point me in the right direction. Thanks for reading, and I hope you continue making podcasts forever or until Mason finally snaps and murders James. Yes. P.S. Can I be the guy who failed his exams because he didn't revise because he couldn't stop listening to the podcast of the podcast? Oh, yes. <laughs> Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, we, we, we'll do an episode on that. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we, I don't think we don't touch on non-Marvel DC stuff enough. Not a lot, yeah. We, got, we do kind of... In the in, what you in, read it. In, yeah, when we go through well, we, it. We rarely do an episode no, on. No, we, we haven't. So definitely, we will do that. And I will thank you, Mason, for your contribution to that show in the future. Oh, sure. <laughs> hey, guys. I wanted to submit a topic discussion. Who is Spider-Man's main villain? Even though Venom is argued as his arch nemesis, I think there are greater, more sinister villains uh, for Spider-Man. Anyways, thanks. Keep up the great work. Green Goblin. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> yeah. It is, right? It is, yeah. yeah. He, and he knows who he is generally. He knows you can't something. kill him because he keeps coming back for some reason. Jerk. Yeah. He's got that glider. He's a jerk too. Yeah. yeah. He's a real jerk. Yeah. I he remember. killed Gwen Stacy that time. He did. Yeah. Um, he's really interesting in the movies. Like he's got an interesting costume in the movies. Mm, yeah. Sure. 
so many interesting versions. Do you know in the original the run, the original Spider-Man run, I remember seeing Stanley explain it. The way that the he found out he's Spider-Man, Green Goblin found out, he just followed him home. Yeah. Great, right? <laughs> and I think he had like an anti spider sense trace bug, bug thing on it. Yeah, yeah, but, but he was just like, Oh oh Okay. It's that kid. <laughs> like, and that was it. Yeah. That's all it took. So he, all he needed back then. Yeah. Mm. Now it's IP addresses and yeah, exactly. whatever. Yeah. And I don't even know. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty good. But no, it's he's had, he's had a lot. I'd say in the 90s, it was definitely Venom. Mm. And Because again, extre- everything had... There was always an extreme version yeah. of, of every character back then. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Do you think he should just kill the Vulture? Just because he's like, stop bothering him? No. Nature will do it on its own. Okay. But it hasn't yet, has it? No, he's, he's pretty pretty sturdy yeah. for an old bloke. Okay, this is from Kittrick. Ooh. Hello, good sirs. My name is Kittrick, and I reside in Kentucky. And he said he's in brackets, sadly. I don't know whether... The, I've never been there. I don't know. Have you been... No, you haven't. I've sampled their delightful chicken products. What's it called? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Don't know it. Okay, right. <laughs> First off, I just wanted to start off by saying, thank you for all the podcasts. I listen to them on, I listen to, them on the way to university. No problem. It is a great way to start the morning. Now, uh, next, uh, how can I donate the Weekly Planet Fund to help in any way I can? Um, Weekly Planet Pod on... No, what is it? Patreon.com. Patreon.com. Slash Mr. Sunday Planet Movies. Or this, we've got a band camp. Thing. Not band camp. We don't know anything about it. We do have a band camp. Yeah, we do. We do. It's theweeklyplanet.bandcamp.com, yeah, yeah. I think. Any of those things are fine. Or, or don't. It, it's fine. You don't have to contribute. Um, he says, I've travelled extensively throughout Europe. And I've met a lot of Australians and New Zealanders. And this is... I'm bringing it all back to Australia. Sure, it's the yeah. last thing. Uh-huh. And they always seem to be fight, fight over the same topic for some reason. I was wondering if the professionals, that being you, could help finish the argument. The argument is, who claims Russell Crowe, New Zealand or Australia? Well, thank you for your time. And I hope this email gets where it needs to go. It, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It did. Yep. It, where the authorities on this. We've talked about this before. He's... He's Australian when he does something good. <laughs> He's from New Zealand when he does something bad. Yeah. So, and I think... What is he at the moment? Uh, I think he's Australian right now. What's yeah. the last bad... Th- oh, you know what? Because the last thing he did was he said there weren't any good roles for women in... Over 40. Yeah, but I think was that like, was twisted slightly, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but the, the media said... But that, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant <laughs> whether the media twisted it or not. Yeah. Because what he said was... Something along what the media reported that he said something like, "Ah, uh, these actors, these actors, yeah. these actresses aren't acting their age in Hollywood. Yeah, they should, you know, they should stop trying to play. These older actresses should stop playing young, trying to play yeah. younger roles or something like that. Yeah, you know, not with, and people, you know, understandably were like, well, nobody writes roles for older actresses yeah. in Hollywood. It's just young or, or nothing. So you've yeah. got to take it. It's young or you have to be Meryl Streep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And whether he said that or not, that's what the media reported. So now he's from New Zealand. <laughs> that's how it works. It's officially, technically, born in New Zealand, moved yeah. to Australia. Correct. And I think he resides in Australia. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't care if he's here or not, whatever. Yeah. But also he lives in Sydney. So boo. Dickhead. What a dickhead. <laughs> what a wanker. I like Sydney. So it answered your question... Sometimes. <laughs> Correct. That's the show, Mason. Great. I just want to say, I might be on another Watch Mojo list. I don't know yet. For best... You seem a bit down about that. No, it's fine. For best um, comic book 
YouTube channels. Oh, lovely. And I'm in the top 10. Oh, yeah. But I don't know whether I qualify or whatever. So I sent him an email to be like, am I in this? Because if not, I don't want to bother anybody sure. with this, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, it does help. It boosts, you know, a lot of, we got a lot of listeners through that. Uh-huh. Through that. So if we've got an again, great, I guess. But I also don't think that, that it qualifies. So if you want to go to watch Mojo top comic things, vote for it. Top comic things. If you want. Yeah. But I don't know whether it would mean anything. Mm. So get out there, Mason. Yeah. Speaking of things that don't mean anything, uh, <laughs> if you like listen to us, uh, tell your friends and subscribe. Please. That is the most apparently that might that does something. It does. Or not. Everything. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Mm. Mm. They're so vague at Apple, aren't they? They're really vague. <laughs> they're just a they're just a bloody strong box. You can't get in. So yeah, uh, where can people find us though? Uh, they can find us uh, at Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Twitter and a Gmail. Yes. I'm at Wikipedia Brown. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Oh, another thing, Mason. Yes. Um, on our Patreon page, if you're a Patreon member, oh, patreoncom yes. slash Sunday Movies, I'm putting up a video which is uh, some verses stuff that we cut from last week's episode. Oh, okay. Because cool. that episode went forever. It really so I ended did. Up cutting like 10, 15 minutes. It out seemed of it. like it went forever. This one has also gone forever. It sure has. <laughs> And so that will be up there. Um, Exciting. Don't worry. If you, if, if you donate any amount, you can have that mm. And this week. But also, if you can't, I'm going to upload it to iTunes anyway. Sure. Probably like next week or sometime uh-huh. next month. So sure. No stress if you can't. And remember what they say, the stuff they edit out is the best stuff. <laughs> it's not. Right. Okay, but sure. Just so we're clear, but I thought people might want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. And if you're already patient, then yeah, sure, you can go listen to it. I wouldn't recommend donating just to listen to it. Sure. Like, if... If you, there's other stuff on there if you want, I guess. Yeah. The, the the suggestions aren't bad, but I think at that point we were just like out of steam. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so that happens. It's, it's not a reflection on the people who sent them in. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's more on us. Yeah. Sure, yeah. But they're, they're fine. Yeah. I don't care. Why don't they all just be friends? I don't even... <laughs> who cares, man? Oh, I'm tired. I want to sleep. That's it. Mm. And that's the show for this that week. That is the show. But remember, next week on Black Mirror, <laughs> The Men Who Left... It's Christmas, but everybody's dead because nobody just reads anymore, you know? <laughs> nobody lifts their head up for a second from those infernal pocket jailers we call phones to even cross the street before being merrily struck by a car. And everyone's on Twitter, and that's just terrible. And you've murdered everyone, and now it's Christmas half the time, and murder the other half, and phones all the time, and it's all television's fault. <laughs> that's great stuff. Very good. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks. Grab that gem, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 